about to be a hot rod in here dude it's it's 89 degrees inside of my apartment oh my god are you okay yeah well i mean about I, hurting yourself and others <laughs> yes i feel i feel the heat of rage on the outside as well as the inside you could say this podcast is gonna get sweaty do you need any pre-briefs nave because we've already like pre-brief about what no i wear boxers i don't know everything all right good Hello and I, uh, welcome to get. Oh my man, god, been, what do you want? <laughs> dude! I what episode of fucking Christian documentary are you on? Give me a second. Stand by. Do you remember what episode I was on last week? You said you were on like forty-eight, and I'm like, oh, you are you're about to hit the beams. Oh, I'm on beams. sixty-four. Really? Yeah, I've been doing almost an episode a day. How long are these episodes? Like forty, 40 to an minutes. Hour. <laughs> Holy forty shit. minutes to an hour. Yeah. Do you want to know what episode I'm on now? So Tell I was me. on episode 50 or 48 uh, last week. I am now on episode 69. Oh my God, dude. You, yeah. you breeze through so many arcs at this point. Dude, I, I couldn't stop, dude. It got, it started, dude. We, let's start this and we'll talk about okay. it. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, your quadrant podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through quadrant experience to relate to you, the listener. If this game is the criminal clear, I'm a co-op for playing better off solo. Hey, Nave. Also, JP's here. Our JP's childhood here. friend, JP. Yep, we're going to be talking about uh, something Gears, I think, Judgment. But before we get there, we're going to talk about Chris Chan. Yeah, so, there's going to be some JP, judgment. I've already talked to you a little bit about Chris Chan. And now that Nave has reached the 50s, dear listeners home, this is very uh, disturbing. But there, this guy, this girl, <laughs> Nave, the thing I wanted to tell you so much about last week was the moment when he took a pencil and tried to free his vagina by cutting open his paint. Oh, yeah. That's uh, what I wanted to talk to you about. But you weren't there yet, so... Stop. I know. Yeah. Because he was posting cryptic messages about how he's been listening to binaural beats and tones and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's making him, him transgender. Yeah. Making him transgender, and he can feel his vagina ready to burst forth from his taint. He just needs to free it. It's right past the little taint patch of skin, the space behind the testicles, if you are unfamiliar, dear listeners. Or and he's going to free it, the gooch area. He can feel it down there. It's it's waiting to burst out. And, uh, like, he was getting visibly sick, like, on videos that on the videos he was taking after that until people, like... He would not go to the hospital. Yeah, he went to the well, hospital eventually. He cut a hole in his fucking inguinal area. I'm sorry, can I swear on here? Yeah, you can. We're talking about ripping gooses apart, and we can't say fuck though. So, just a, I I know a lot about uh, wounds, especially in that area, because that's where old people get wounds all the fucking time, right? Wait, hold on. You mean they they just sit on things? By the way, dear listener, home, JP works in the medical field. Uh, Well, I mean, so a lot of the people that we get uh, that come in through the ER, all these old people from nursing homes and stuff. they're sick because they have these invest these infe- infected wounds um and they they're called pressure ulcers right because they sit in one spot for too long because uh, they're bed bound right yeah uh but yeah anywhere on your pelvis is like the worst place on your body to get a wound because it's like just an excellent area bacteria love that area man they just yeah. get in there and just reproduce it's warm and sweaty and real swampy it's it's awful. Uh, I think Chris Chan's gonna be the first name that I write in my suicide note. 
Like this is <laughs> I'm really it. getting upset. I saw a top comment that was like, I cannot die before Chris Chan because I need to know how this modern epic ends. Dude, I love the comments on every single one of these videos. I almost wanted to screenshot a bunch of them and just put them in the Google Doc and like just have a bunch of Chris Chan comments and stuff. Dude, there's so many like there's so many funny fucking things that happen, though, even though like there's like little bits of light inside of the story. Like there there's like he got a PlayStation uh, 4 and he got a new web. He got a new PlayStation webcam, whatever. And he, every time he records that it's the stupid PlayStation playroom, whatever music playing <laughs> in the background. Yes. Yeah. And oh, every God, fucking so video. It's just like bing, boom, boom, boom. Meanwhile, he's like, and then he's yelling at the trolls. He's stop harassing me. You're ruining but my it, life. It's so funny that he'll talk about something really sexual and fucked up, and then he ends the video and like knack characters pop up or something, you know, because <laughs> the PlayStation the fucking, playroom. Yeah. Oh my god. Or there's this amazing. Dude, some of this shit, I'm like, dude, somebody scripted this. This is like an episode of Seinfeld. But like, he was like, he rec he uploaded an, a video where he his microphone was plugged into his PlayStation. Uh, he's using his webcam's mic for his videos, yeah. but he had his PlayStation like headset plugged into his phone uh, or into his controller, so it muted. It was it was trying to get the audio coming through the headset and not the webcam. So he was just talking and no audio was available so he re-uploaded the another video and he was explaining how he put that controller thing in and as he was talking about it he plugged it in and yeah. it cut the audio off and then he kept talking and there was no audio because yeah. he plugged the thing in he's such a poor and guy I'm just like, what? <laughs> because i'm, I'm the whole time i'm driving my mail truck and i have a little thing holding my phone and i'm just watching this and delivering mail and the audio went away and i'm like what happened so i'm like trying to figure oh, out no. what happened god oh my he's god so bad like i know we laugh at him because he's an idiot but god people are trying so hard to help him now like we have reached yeah. like the golden age of the saga where he has defenders that will like come out and try and protect him, even though he is like sexually harassing people at every convention he goes to. He's like kissing them on the cheek and calling them darling and stuff like that. Yeah. And then finally the security guard, like you you listen to that episode. The security yeah, guard. Yeah, he went into hedgehog mode. Yeah. Hedgehog defensive state. <laughs> oh my dude. God. He re he goes into um oh what's it what's the real name of it? I think it's hedgehog defensive defensive pose no, or no, something. No, that's what he calls it. But what's the oh the fetal, fetal position? Fetal position. That's it. He, yeah. he takes a fetal position in front of the security guard because yeah. he doesn't want to talk. And it's like a mother that has an autistic child is able to come over and like talk to him about it because she actually understands. Know, she's a, a good that's, mother compared that's so to his. So sweet. <laughs> yeah, actually, and she so sweet. To like look out for him because he's severely autistic. Yeah, she went to jail with him too. He didn't go to jail, but he went to the police station or whatever. Um, I, you missed an important uh, an, an important detail of that though. He was carrying around a cardboard cutout of Sonichu, and when he went to the defensive state fetal <laughs> position, he put the Sonichu face <laughs> down as well in solidarity. Yeah, of course. Oh, it cracks me up. Like I didn't realize how serious you were that he believes he is Sonic the Hedgehog until more recently where he, de he <laughs> declares yeah. he is in fact a hedgehog with electric Pikachu powers and that he has been training daily, but he's only going to use his powers for good, such as flying. 
<laughs> nothing, nothing else. But I don't Dude, know what he's going to use his powers see, for. He he watched a documentary on magic and he wrote an email to the guy who who was in the documentary, like the guy teaching the teaching the whatever. And he was like, "I'm trying to move spoons and I can levitate pencils, but can you explain any more of this? Because I need to get better so that I can defend my Quickville city." And he's like. This is a waste of time. You shouldn't be doing magic. And even if you did magic, you shouldn't be moving pencils around, like do something else with your life. And he just goes on a schizophrenic tirade about how he's transdimensional and he like is, he's going so crazy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so sad because like at this point, he's gone from just like being autistic and not being able to understand social cues to full on schiz- schizophrenic schizophrenic where he believes there's alternate worlds where his wife and husband live and he has sex with them. And God, Wait, wife and a husband, like two different people. Or well, okay. Like so a, there's, there's, a, there's a hermaphrodite hedgehog that he's in love with. Also Mewtwo from Pokemon. Oh, Mewtwo was, he's actually in a four person marriage with Mewtwo from Pokemon. And then two of his yeah. fan created hedgehogs. One that was, is trans male. And the other one that's regular female, I think, which he was originally just going to marry the female. But due to trolls pretending to be these characters and messaging him through discord and pretending to fall in love with him. God, it's just insane. Like the trolls have convinced him that they are, in fact, his fake Sonic characters and got him to marry them through discord. And they basically took like six grand from him too. Like, oh yeah, convinced him to send him money. money and stuff. Hey, where the fuck did he get six grand from? Because he keeps begging people for are money. giving him money online. <laughs> like, he's the creator oh, he, of Sonic Chew. He created Sonic Chew, the electric hedgehog Pokemon. Oh, right on. Of course, you know, I always wondered who created. Sonic. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, the, but the, I mean, the best thing, like he was talking, he'd had an interview with this guy, Count Dankula, who's a great fucking uh, YouTuber. I fucking love Count Dankula. Dude, did you guys see the fucking video he'd made about Rags, the dog? No. The goodest no. boy? You have to look <laughs> it up. Okay, so. Is this the train? Yeah. The train dog? The, no, it's, it's the dog from World War One. Oh my that, god, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about, there's a YouTuber called Rags who named himself after Rags, the actual dog. But yes, oh. Rags, the actual dog from World War II is a fucking beast. Right, can you give us yes. a quick brief of the World War II Rags dog? Uh, I think it's World War One, but so essentially, uh, oh, this guy found this private found a dog, and he brought it back. And of course, he was kind of like a wall for a while because he's fucking with this dog. And when he brought the dog <laughs> back, his do. superiors were like, "Hey, where the fuck have you been?" And he's like, "Uh, this is the mascot," and he ran away. So I was part of the search party to go find him. And they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, I've heard uh, the okay. story." That makes sense. And so he brings the dog back. He ends up getting deployed. And so this dog becomes like a carrier of messages that runs messages between like the front lines and then the artillery people if the uh, telephone wires got broken. And they ended up getting gassed, unfortunately. And so they went back to America. And then Rags became like this actual mascot for the 1st Division uh, uh, infantry. And and it's an amazing story. That's a good cliff notes. But go watch it. Count Dankula, Rags. Anyways, Count Dankula, <laughs> he did an interview with Christian. <laughs> On a less fun note. He, this, but this is great. So he did an interview with Christian, and Chris was saying that he he only knows he's half Sonichu, right? Like yeah, he's half like human, half Sonichu. He only knows three people in this universe that are half Sonichu. Oh, I forgot about this. His father and Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're and all three Count connected. Dankula, no. Count Dankula was like, Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. 
Ted Bundy. The convicted serial killer. He's like, the guy who went to trial and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's Ted Bundy, the guy who went to trial and stuff. No half sonnet shoot. Yeah, he did go to trial at some point. He said he was framed, though. Christian yes. defended Ted Bundy saying he was framed. He didn't actually yeah. do those murders. Yeah, he but he wasn't framed here. because he was half Sonichu. That was just an unfortunate circumstance. Oh Which, <laughs> so many times, um, like people will write in and be like, hey, can you sing a birthday song for me? My my name is the Columbine shooter or something like that. They'll like get the names of school yeah. shooters and stuff like that. And he's like, happy birthday, little Terry Gomez or whatever your name is. Like, <laughs> and he'll just like shout. He's like, you're, you're doing great stuff. Keep it up. And meanwhile, everyone's like, oh, my God, Chris, stop it, please. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, Chris. I'll uh, sing a happy birthday song for the Columbine shooter if you pay me 100 bucks. <laughs> uh, but one thing that I don't before we get too far past. No, it, go. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to be a millstone and keep going back to stuff, but uh, what's a millstone of all the Pokemon to be uh, like married to? And I mean, I'm not like weird and I've never thought about this before. He's thought about this before. I have, but I think yeah. everyone's thought about it. Probably not in my top 10. <laughs> All right, top 10. Let's go down the list. Vaporeon. He seems like he would. Well, no, because Mewtwo has psychic powers. He, how easy would it be to clean your house if you're married to Mewtwo? He just, he does the Harry Potter thing that makes brooms sweep by themselves. Yeah, but Mewtwo is also fucking ugly. Well, no, but that's the thing is like, um, Chris has developed his psychic powers along with his wife, uh, Magichan. Rose Chew or something like I don't remember I think that's all it. the magic hand or no that's her, that's her husband I think the maybe well, oh, God, no, Rose Chew is her female well no there's magic Chan and I can't remember the other one the other one's like Crosselia or something yeah it's a weird name Rose the names Chew. start getting harder and harder as the as the symptoms get worse Except for Star Strike his little My Little Pony stand in. Dude, it's so funny. Like everything that he's into is just so appropriate. Like he's into he's into PlayStation. He's a hardcore PlayStation fanboy, and they call them ponies. You know, Sony ponies. And he's into My Little Pony. Of course he is. He's into Steven Universe. Of course he is. Oh, and he's, he's like into the all the weirdest communities. Anytime he says something that I actually like, I like it a little less. Like he's on Steven Universe, and I'm like, I can't. These two universes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Like I had to throw him in my Steve universe. Or specifically for you, he brought up. Um, he brought up a rock band. I can't remember which one it was. I don't remember, but he's always playing Guitar Hero. Like in in the early days, he was like, I think he was like, I was playing Rock Band last night. Got in a few songs, and I'm like, Oh, Nave, you're just like Christian. (laughs) I'm just like him. Dude, he made he made a, a music video for his sweetheart, and he was playing on a Guitar Hero controller the whole time. And it's just like clack 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 clack, and he's like <laughs> playing, you know? Oh my god, God, Chris! But uh, actually, speaking of Count Dankula, he has kind of a similar series over a dude called Dragon Lord, which I've talked about Dragon Lord with yeah, you before. But refresh me. He's a kind of like the light beer version of Christian, but he's German. <laughs> really also tragic horrible and hilarious story but count <laughs> Dankula has cataloged this dude's life it's hilarious if you if you like the christian shit you'll like you'll like the dragon lord stuff i don't like the christian shit but i'm too deep i can't yeah, I gotta see how it ends well the dragon lord stuff there's only like three videos they're like 
30 minutes. Is Mr. Dragonlord still out there, though? Oh, yeah. He's still... They made one last year. Uh, I think he went to jail or something. They always do. Yeah. Well, Germany has, like, weird laws. So, like, people show up and try to burn down his house. And then, like, he'll throw something at him. And then he'll go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they can't have any German aggression anymore. Ever since the wars, they've had that's, to tone it down. That's like anti-Texas. <laughs> that's yeah, like the, this is the do not stand your ground. Yeah, give away your ground. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like that's uh, in the UK, I think it's they have the the uh, equivalency of force thing so like if somebody tries to stab you and you shoot them uh yeah it's your fault because they were yeah. only trying to stab you why'd you have to elevate it to a gun yeah come on man you, you pull out your knife <laughs> yeah fucking sword yeah. fighting <laughs> <laughs> dude i saw a fucking video of two guys machete fighting in the street uh, in, oh god in uh england is insane in england yeah in That's england they were machete fighting uh there's some things happening over there. <laughs> Machetes are real fucking popular now. Yeah, well, they took away the fucking guns. I would rather get shot. <laughs> I would rather be shot than chopped by a machete. Are you insane? <laughs> well, also, like, I don't know if I could beat somebody in a knife fight, but I could I definitely I could out 90% of the population, you know? I don't know. I've played a lot of chess. Like, we talk about... You know, like it's always a machete, it seems, because I feel like that's the biggest blade that you can buy, like just in at Walmart, you know? So, yeah, like, to get through the yeah, fucking like, jungle, the jungle oh, of Oklahoma. They're in, they're in the UK. Like, why, like, why do the Walmarts of UK sell machetes? So, they, do they even have they trees in England? Absolutely do not sell them over there. Oh, you, you can't can, buy none? You can barely buy screwdrivers. Like, you know when you go to buy a can of spray paint and they ID you in America and you're like, oh, this is fucking... This is un American. Right? Over there, if you try to buy a screwdriver, they're like, what are your intentions with this screwdriver? <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We, know, we know, like, three British people in our podcast network. We're going to have to give more answers on this. You know, and, you know, they'll fucking come in there and be like ah that's an awful sharp fucking butter knife mate you got a license for that oh god (laughs) but uh yeah no but you can make a machete out of a piece of fucking sheet metal though so it's pretty easy to make one yeah i guess you just need a machine shop i mean hell you don't even need that you literally just need a cinder block and a roughly you know a piece of metal cry yeah, I mean, you can yeah, sharpen the crafting system. Cinder block. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, you gotta get the cinder block in the crafting table, yeah, and then you place them in a T formation. Or, yeah, with the or sticks, like a, or like a like the window of a car. Like you can sharpen your knife on the window of a car. Like you know, if you if you've got nothing better to do, you can make some pretty deadly stuff. It's like I didn't know what um they were not called ninja stars. Were they called ninja rocks? Shuriken. Shuriken? No. Uh, oh, kunai. No, what's what's the thing? Hadouken. From they talk about Dungeons and Daddies. Uh-huh. They use them the spark plugs, Nunchucks. composite pieces. You know oh, yeah, rocks? the shit Is that's that inside of the shit oh, that's man. inside of spark plugs, the sharp shit. That they use that in The Walking Dead, the video game. Yeah, ninja rocks. window. Yeah, you can break windows. You take the uh, the ceramic pieces of spark plugs, smash them, and you can shatter any glass by like throwing them at it. What do you mean? It's really cool. Like, like I mean, I can do that with a regular rock. So, like, is that? Well, yeah. to... I, mean, I guess <laughs> no, if you put I it that it's way, it's less like impressive. Silent or whatever, yeah, like that. It's really cool. Look up a YouTube video real quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll review spark we'll plug review. window break. Uh, yeah, see, they're trying to break it with a hammer. It's not going so well. Maybe they suck. 
Well, that's a rubber mallet, so oh. like no shit. Uh, I didn't see them throw anything. Did they? Did they just use their Christian telekinesis on it? Well, no. Well, look. <laughs> oh, there it happens. I think. Bam. I mean, a window did break. I mean, yep. t- I'm not saying that like the spark plug is not gonna break it. I'm just saying like I can do it with regular rocks. I don't know what the benefit of the ninja rock is. I think it's supposed to be that like they're really small. You just take them and you can throw them and they work. Huh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, let's see if he. Wor- is he really it's gonna in do the this? Walking Dead. Oh, it didn't work. Oh no, it did work. It oh, punched it right through. Work. Okay, yeah, I see. This now, like they're really tiny, and it looks like it. It didn't even like shatter the whole thing, but it just blows right through the glass. Nice. Like I don't know if like the hardness. This is a hardness thing. Like you remember, in, like high school chemistry. It's like some things have a higher hardness, so like you can scratch this, but diamonds can't scratch that type thing. I think the word you're looking for is density. No, no, no. Oh like, my god, dude. Is a thing. Oh my Fucking god. Chris Chan went to a mineral store and or a mineral show and bought a bunch of minerals, and he took his class ring, which had the same like kind of rock. Because he he saw that you could make like flint and tinder and make sparks, so he tried to do it with his class ring and broke it. <laughs> no, with the Infinity Stones in, in the current saga I'm on, he's realizing that that is one of the keys to opening the gateway to get him to the My Little Pony universe. He needs to get his ring back because currently he sold it to the captain or something like that, which is one of his trolls that is is helping him along in life. Yeah, well, I don't know if the captain is a troll. It's undecided. I don't know if you got to the end of the captain arc, but... No, I don't think so. Like, the captain's just been coaching him back. Is this the same guy that's running his email for him? Yeah. He seems yeah. to actually have been helping him. So, I, um, I except maybe he did the Christian stuff, but, like, do you, is it possible that he's just, like, the the king of all trolls, and he's kind of just, no like, making way. money off of this? I don't know if we mentioned know. it in the pod. There's one point where he makes... He has, like, a clay... Um, medallion. It's, medallion it's 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 crayola model magic clay <laughs> that's specific right. yeah and then he colors on it with his sharpies or whatever or his crayola markers anyways at one point i don't remember why i think he was being held like for ransom like his playstation store account or something like that but they made him smash up his medallion and jam it up his asshole on camera for them all to see and he uploaded it a 13-year-old yeah, boy made him do that. Wait, how is that, like... He, he gets banned all the time. YouTube or... No, I don't know where he uploaded it. No, he didn't upload it. He didn't? That was um, live-streamed to them. <laughs> live-streamed on YouTube? <laughs> I don't think it was on YouTube. I don't remember what it was on. It must have been, like, Twitter, like, after Musk took over. It's just the Wild West. It's yeah, just, like, probably a Twitter situation. Shove shit up your ass. Dude. All right. Let's, let's this was in, that was in, like, 2011, I think. It was a long time ago. Oh, an hour ago, Mortal Kombat 1 new trailer. Hold on, I'm looking through it. Pretty distracted. Looks like Reptile care. got announced. We don't care about Mortal Kombat. You talk about it oh, every week. I fucking do. I know, because it's fucking... Always right, got let's talk about some games, up. because JP does have dogs at home that need to be let out at some point. Uh, they can... Piss they can the war like everyone else. <laughs> wait, well, they can wait for the Mortal Kombat trailer analysis from Dave. I'm actually kind of interested. All right, tell us about Reptile. Looks like Reptile and Lee May. Here, do you want to see it? What a fucking crazy roster this game is going to have. I'm not buying the game until they put Waluigi in there. That's in Combat Pack 2. Have you seen the boys? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, they're putting two of the boys in to... Uh, they're putting the Invincible guy and then someone else. I don't know their name. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know. But in the Combat Pack 2, they're the guest characters. I'm so excited for this fucking game. absolutely striker. So I don't know how much how, how much you know about the Mortal Kombat storyline so far, but in Mortal Kombat 11, Liu Kang basically became God. 
And in this game, he's in this game, and he has a fatality that they showed off where he's literally killing you in a universe. Like, he's grinding you into a universe in space. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> I've not seen that one. I only oh, saw man. the one trailer. I think it was the the announcement trailer. It's a good trailer. Too. It looks pretty good. Well, I'll play it at some point. Which, speaking Absolutely. of playing games, JP, what games have you been playing lately? So, I'm sure you'll all be shocked to hear that I've been playing uh, Hunt Showdown. Still? Uh, that game's been dead for like months. No it, one plays that anymore. It has not. They just dropped the uh, uh, whatever this season's event thing is. And I'm just saying the weekend that they dropped that, there was like 40,000, 45,000 people on. 45,000? Yeah. That's for, more than on Judgment. For a game that came out in, uh, <laughs> you know, 2019. It's not doing too bad. It's not bad. Which, by the way, whenever I try to play Judgment, like the multiplayer... There was seven people online on like a Friday night. I'm surprised there was anybody on at all. Who's who's playing yeah. that? Well, that was the thing too. Is like me last time me and Philip Tri tried to play, we couldn't connect to each other, we and then there was yeah. zero people online that day. <laughs> but uh, but so what's so good about Showdown right now? Like, what did they add? So they added some new guns and whatever. Uh, the guns aren't really what's important. The uh, kind of the big thing for this season is you guys remember how it was just the big maps, right? Yeah. Uh, and typically what they do with each season is they'll do like an effect like the serpent moon. It was like nighttime, but there was a big moon. So there's still a little bit of visibility. This one is uh, it's based on like rain and fog. So you'll it'll randomly start raining and then the rain will get really heavy. It'll kill your visibility. Then the rain will let up. So you go from like 50 meter visibility to just clear visibility from minute to minute. So uh, and also the the rain and the fog dampens your sound. So whenever the rain really picks up, you know, you're able to be a lot freer with your sound, stirring up birds, all that shit doesn't yeah. matter as much now. So it uh, it kind of changes how it plays a little bit. They added a new boss. The boss doesn't spawn inside a building. They bought they spawn in just a waterway outside. So you have to fight that boss outside and then banish them outside. So that kind of puts you at a disadvantage when you banish them because you're fucking outside. You don't but have you a got rain for cover. In. Well, that rain might not be fucking falling when you banish them. So <laughs> it uh it made things it shook things up. It's but that boss that's outside, it's also like a mini boss. It only gives you one bounty. It banishes in half the time, and it's also a lot weaker. So, uh, you know, you're not out there fighting a full blown, you know, full health boss because that I think would be a little ridiculous because you'd be out in the open for way too long. How does the AI work? Like, are there just invisible walls where they don't follow you? Because I know a lot of the time when you fight the bosses, we just fought them from outside. So the boss is called Rotjaw. It's a big ass alligator, and it it will not leave the water. So is it the alligator from Resident Evil? Just about. <laughs> it also has electricity powers. Like it should. Like right. Sonic. Yeah, Pikachu, electric. Yeah, Sonic. Sonic yeah. But, uh, but the it'll only surface if you're in the water. So somebody has to be in the water running in circles to okay. get it to surface. And then the guys on the bank shoot it. Also, it's extremely susceptible to melee damage. You know, like normal it, alligators. For when it jumps up and fucking flies <laughs> onto you, you can stab it, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, it's really good. This this update's been really fun. Uh, me and me and my wife, I mean my wife and I have been uh, playing through the Gears of War games again. Uh, we're at the end of two right now. We didn't quite make it to Judgment for this podcast, but I've played through it a couple of times. So like I'm 
yeah, like I saw you playing Ultimate, uh, and I'm like, that. Oh, this is a perfect time to get gears in here. And I remember, uh, was it like back me? I was talking to Nave, and I was like, oh, no, we should make him play Judgment because we really need to knock that one out. And he's like, I don't know if he wants to do Judgment. And I messaged you, and you're like, it's not my favorite. <laughs> it's not my favorite. And then he would show up today. I'm like, hey, man, you were talking about some judgment? And you're like, can we talk about anything else? <laughs> and I'm like, no. And then we talked about Chris Chan for 30 minutes. This can be the Chris Chan episode. So what's it like revisiting Gears in 2023? Uh, a lot of fun. Although I will say I wish I didn't play the Gears remastered because I, uh, my memories of Gears of War are those of the original version. What did and- they change besides graphics? Uh, well, everything doesn't look like it's a different shade of gray. Like there's some uh, actual yeah. colors now that they remastered one. They turned up the contrast. Like Gears of War 1 was super fucking just muddy gray. There was no colors. The fires looked gray. Like everything <laughs> was gray as hell. Uh, yeah. And then like they also changed the cutscenes and stuff and like some other stuff. But uh, it, it still plays the same. Uh, the... I think they changed one or two things. There's a couple of the active reloads. I think they changed because they were just kind of dumb. Like the sniper reload on the original game. I think like the second little button push was like almost at the end. So even if you got it, it didn't really speed it up very much. And then if you fucked it up, you just sat through the whole reload and then jammed your gun. So it was a little silly. That's pretty good spread. I know, like, if I'm going to touch into games I've been playing, you picked up Enlisted today. I did. I played one round of Enlisted over here downstairs. Uh, I gotta say, I dig it. I'm, I'm, when I get home today, downloading it. Thank God. See, I've been trying to get Nave into it for, like, every time I, I've talked to him. I'm like, Nave, you play Enlisted yet? The Elder Trolls want to yeah. talk about it at some point. <clears throat> Well, Philip, you you gave me the list, and you're like, the next game is No Man's Sky. Let's play Gears Judgment. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to play Judgment. Uh, I'm going to play No Man's Sky instead. Yeah, yeah. But when I was playing Enlisted, though, I got a tank. And I was on that tank for like 10 minutes, and I didn't see a fucking person, and I killed even less people. And then I got stuck in a trench, and I was stuck facing in one direction. <laughs> and the enemies kept seeing me that I was bottomed out, and I couldn't move, so they would run towards me to jump on top of my tank, and I would shoot them with my machine gun. And they kind of just kept doing that, and I got like probably a good 10 he kills. Got, he got more kills when they were trying to troll him than he did when he was actively like trying to fight the enemies. Because like he was he was a beached whale, and they were climbing over his carcass, <laughs> like trying to get him. And it's like they didn't have any anti-tank, I guess, or something like that. So none of them were bombing him or like trying to grenade him or anything. So they would just like jump on him and mess with him. Yeah, like they were just running around the tank. And when they would run in front of me, I would just hit the machine gun and cut, like kill one of them every minute You'd or blow so. Blow their legs off. <laughs> so. You're just a mobile, you're just a, uh, a mounted turret. <laughs> yeah, mounted turret facing one direction that can't aim or anything. <laughs> Do you have any more games, JP? Uh, let me think. Hunt Showdown, uh, Gears of War. Uh, I did start playing a little bit of an older game that I just, I never finished. I started playing Greedfall a long time ago, and I just, I stopped playing it for whatever reason, and I just never finished it, and it kind of always bothered me for some reason that I just, I just never ended up finishing that game, so I felt obligated to go back and finish it, so I've been playing a little bit of that. 
I was on Game Pass for a little bit, but I think I might have left by now. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't. I mean, I think it's an all right game. You could probably pick it up for like super duper cheap right now. I mean, I'm just I'm a sucker for that aesthetic with like the tricorn hats, flintlock. Yeah, like Fable three ish or two. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like Fable three ish. You know, you're looking walking around looking like Solomon Kane, fucking smoking heathens. It's excellent. So, Nate, what have you smoking been playing? Heathens. I'm playing Marvel Snap. Is there a way to mute my Discord notifications? Because like, there's a group chat just blowing up right now. I don't know if you guys can. Well, hear I mean, it are you on mic. your computer? Yeah, I yeah. hear it every time. You're blowing yeah. up over there. I'm trying to fucking. How do you mute things on the computer? Because I muted it right. on my phone, and it, I thought you're gonna that would go work. Down, but it didn't you're going to like go to volume mixer down in the bottom right hand corner, and then you should see one saying Discord, and you just click mute. Oh, on the yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking. You're brilliant. Hold on, volume mixer. Well, Nate's doing that. Discord. JP left to go take a piss. He wasn't going to make it to the break because we spent 30 minutes talking about Chris Chan. Yeah, that just means it's a good episode. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, I've been playing that Marvel Snap in the No Man's Sky. Oh, I thought we were going to wait for him to come back to talk about the game. Yeah, we can. The, uh, is going to well, be a nice probably, tangent, too. We're probably going to cut this part out, but uh, how you been? Pretty good. I got like three hours of sleep, maybe. So I'm, I'm just... Uh, you better have worn a condom this time. <laughs> yeah the good old sleep condom <laughs> you gotta be protected you know what's <laughs> <laughs> well, the dungeon daddies where he just always has condoms with stuff in it yeah what did he use it for he put it on his hands right i can't remember yeah. what he used the condoms for that or like he, he tried to use it to make like a portable water bottle too at one point <laughs> It's like you ever use a condom as a water bottle and you can hold so much water. Uh no, but I've used a water bottle as a condom. There you go. Same. Uh okay, anyways, I'm playing Marvel Snap. Still pretty okay. I literally I'm I was on like a I dude, I'm I'm pretty good at it, and then suddenly I've I've lost like nine games in a row. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You ever think maybe you don't know what you're doing? I occasionally. So Marvel Snap's pretty cool, and No Man's Sky is pretty cool. But we're gonna talk about it next week. Have you played No Man's Sky, JP? I played it when it uh when it was bad. when it was fucked up and before they fixed it or whatever. Yeah, I did too. So and this iteration of the game, I have not played, but I've I've heard that uh they fixed it. I guess it's pretty good. It's really what's really cool is like, especially having that because I think you'd appreciate it then too because like I have that experience as well when it was really bad and boring and there was nothing to do. And like one of the first things I was on. doing, I was kind of like wandering around and like getting resources and I heard a loud sound. I was like, what the fuck was that? And I turned around and another ship, an AI controlled ship, like jumped in and was like flying over me. And I was like, whoa. And like just watching the ships fly over. <laughs> like, incredibly. Like fucking <laughs> space is so big. Yeah. But uh No Man's Sky is pretty good. And I'm still playing Marvel. I'm playing all these Marvel fucking games. The uh, Midnight Suns, too. And I think I, I just got Venom. And I was talking to my friend Dontre in a party. And I'm like, uh, they're talking. They're like, who the fuck is Eddie Brock? He's like, he's Venom, you fucking idiot. Everyone knows that. And I'm like, I fucking doubt everyone knows Eddie Brock is Venom. And he's like, oh, man, which Venom man. are you? Is it anti-Venom or is it forbidden Venom or is it banished Venom? I'm like, I don't. I just, I just learned who Eddie Brock was. Like, how would I know the specific uh, are you, iteration? Are you thick, beefy Venom? Are you looking like a Bowser motherfucker? Or are you like skinny and sexy Venom? He's 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 thick and sexy. He's a big old boy. He's very top, top heavy. 
touching the mic. Yeah. Stop touching the mic. Oh, apparently. I'm not touching it. Yeah, I know. I wasn't and looking. When you did touch it, I hear blom 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 as, <laughs> as he's over here playing with the springs that hold the mic arm together. I'm sorry, I don't hear any of that shit through my side, so I had no idea I was making noise. Well, it was really. But uh, anyway, so the game is pretty good, and it's starting to get more like complex with like the uh, the the amount of cards that I'm getting, and it's just like how in Marvel Snap, you know, it's like building the deck is like the fun part for me it's also that way in uh midnight suns but the midnight suns combat loop is pretty good too it's just very annoying how how many enemies respawn it's fucking really annoying you feel like it's just wasting your time it some fights do feel like a fucking waste of time like philip you you were on the receiving end of this because we were going to play judgment and i was like this this fight has gone on for 10 extra minutes because I just can't kill everyone fast enough. And then three more spawn at the end of the round because all three of my characters, out of all three of my characters, only one of my cards does AOE damage. I'm like, I, I picked the worst fucking guys for this match because I didn't know I was going to have to fight all these fucking dudes. Well, I think that was also a fight where you were like forced to have Captain America or something. And so you're like, oh, this is the only guy that can do anything. All my other guys suck. Yeah, and Captain America's really good now. He's got these fucking sick ass shield attacks and stuff, and I'm starting to like give him more shield and like so and taunt. So he has stuff. two it's, shields now. Yeah, I mean, he's like crazy. wearing shields on his knees. You know what I mean? Like no one's getting through him. Um, oh, I played. I played some uh, Mario Kart Eight. We did a drinking game Mario Kart Eight style, and it's so essentially we would pour ourselves some whiskey and then. <laughs> <laughs> we had to finish through all the whiskey by the time the race was over, but you can't drink and drive, so you had to pull over every time Classic. you wanted to drink. No, why don't you just drink when you get turtle shelled or something? <laughs> well, that's what we were doing, but then we started spilling it because you're like, oh, oh god, I gotta, yeah, fucking, I gotta drink. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, uh, and then we made a drinking game out of Mario Party, and then uh, we got fucking destroyed because of that. Um, Probably not because, properly balanced. Well, it was it was not because I I I. In some drinking games, I like to put handicap shots in there, too, or handicap drinks. And, like, so what it is is, like, if you're doing something really good, like, so every time we got a star, we had to take a drink. So it's, like, you know, so if you're doing too good, then, you know, if you win too many games in a row, you have to take a drink. You know what I mean? But you also are taking a drink if you're in last place, uh, uh, if you're in last place in a mini game, or if someone steals money from you, you have to take a drink. drinking. Yeah, that's the, that's the point. <laughs> I don't th- I don't know if we finished the game. I think we just started watching YouTube after we just got mad and started and watching like, YouTube. Have you seen Chris Chan? And then you boot up episode one. I like, fucking was. I showed them the Count Dankula thing with Ted Bundy. You don't Bundy. need to share this. You don't oh, need dude. to share it around. Like I know we talked about it like we've talked about it like four weeks in a row at this point. But dear listener at home, you can go the rest of your life not knowing the Shin Chan or not Shin Chan. Chris Chan saga. Shin Chan's great. Yeah, Shin Chan's awesome. I completely awesome. disagree. I think that should be a permanent uh, like teaching schools of oh, no. this podcast. Is every week you're like, what's new with Chris Chan? Oh, I mean, there, I don't want to follow him currently. I only want to keep up with whatever is reported in the the Geno series, which we're at the part oh. where the series is now in the series where he's like, and on October thirty first. Gino like released his yes. first episode about Chris Chan, and so he's literally talking about himself releasing his first episode in this saga. Yeah, and there are people who like interview Chris Chan, and he's like, "Hey, have you heard about this this guy? Yeah. He's doing a video documentary on you." 
And, and I'm just like, this is so weird. And you can tell, you can almost feel him smiling as he's saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I saw one comment that's like the only way he's able to mention that he is directly involved in the Chris Chan saga is by disassociating whenever he's recording this. So because like, God, the amount of like content he had to go through to organize this in the videos he had to watch. And it's funny because like he like puts up all these videos, but it's always Chris doing something fucking inter- super inappropriate. So it's just completely blurred out. <laughs> it's like, man, he had to watch the unblurred version of this. Oh, my God. I, uh, I I'm on I'm on the quickie, right? The C- CWC is like his initials. And the Christian so, wiki. Yeah. yeah, it's Chris- Christian's wiki on sonichu.com. And uh, there is a this day in Christory, Christory being Christian history. And today in Christory, in 2008, Chris attempts to send his personal army to attack Jason Kendrick Howell until Encyclopedia Dramatica ceases to exist. And Jason Patrick Howell, I think, is the guy who runs. I mean, did oh, it work? wait, no. He's the original. He's the. What is this? Oh, no, I'm not reading this. This is, this is dark. Oh, August Never 4th. Mind. He was cited at Walmart in Virginia. <laughs> yes, dude. He was cited at Walmart. That was the most recent sighting of him. documented we got live video reporting in oh my god that's not what i was expecting i've never seen him him well no he's a he's a her now oh gotcha oh my god he's out there here's all the characters she walks among us (laughs) i mean to be fair though like i i think he passes pretty all right for a chick like if you're in like a white trash town like that absolutely looks like somebody who's just at walmart Yeah. yeah on one of the mobile scooters just scooting around with, with like the fucked up ass hair dye and just the i don't know the whole ensemble just well it's weird because she always carries like her her bag with her which is like a big bag and she usually carries like my little pony figurines and stuff in there too and like she, i always get don't forget the baseball like, bat oh her baseball bat too to defend herself from the trolls oh, i thought that's what the my little pony figurines were for no, those encourage the trolls, if anything. All right, so anyways, back to games we've been playing. So I've been playing Bubble Bobble on the DMG Game Boy, the classic one. And I think I'm going to have to retire it. I can't keep playing this. I'm on level like 67 out of 100. And these levels are so brutally hard that I feel like it takes me like an hour just to get through one of them. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Bubble Bobble. Ugh. Was that to me? To anyone. No, of course I'm familiar with Bubble Bobble. We did a fucking episode on it. Yeah, I, I made me to, play through the whole fucking game. Yeah, I, the, I thought you were talking to uh, this is to JP, bubble. but just as soon as you asked the question, he leaned back and started sipping a beer. And not I know like, he shook his head. No, I I thought you were talking to Nave. It was great. He shook his head. No, in the audio format that we're recording it. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a cute little game about bubble dragons. But for some reason, like the Game Boy version is so much harder than the the NES version. They had to get the quarters out of you, dude. In the Game Boy. Yeah. It's, a, it's in black and white. What, what is, I already know what I'm getting. They don't need to like kick me in the shins anymore. And people put up with that back in the day. Black and white games. Crazy. Before color was invented. Dude, did you see the fucking first person shooter like that looks like Mickey Mouse? It's just called Mouse. No. What is it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> we lost him. Did we just lose me? So other games have been playing. I'm getting rid- I mean, it's still recording. I just heard. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs>
baby is really sad. But do we need to fill space while he's not here? Or? No, I can fix this with the magic of editing. So I can regale you with something I just learned pretty recently. All right, but say louder and closer to the mic. Uh, why? <clears throat> Jesus, sorry. Uh, so why why wounds uh, that are like down in your pelvis, seroquinal area, or anything like that are, uh, are are so dangerous and why they suck? Um, because like if you are a person who's like ambulatory, you're walking around, you're doing stuff every day, and then you just get a wound in that crease between your like where your thigh meets your pelvis right yeah or you get a you get a wound in your taint right uh obviously that's going to be a big problem if it's a gnarly wound because you're moving around a lot that's going to take so long to heal also it's always sweaty always dark it's just a hotbed for like nasty stuff to grow so you got to re be really careful with those kind of wounds but it's super dangerous for uh people who are not ambulatory and that are like bed bound and stuff right so uh you got i'm sorry i just hit the boom again okay, uh, because those people are not up moving around and stuff yeah when they develop a wound like that down there it creates like an enclosed space where air can't get in and uh because there's different types of bacteria, right? There's aerobic and anaerobic bacteria, bacteria that grows, that feeds on oxygen and bacteria that absolutely does not like oxygen, grows without it, lives without it, uh, prefers there to be an absence of it, right? That is the more pain in the ass type of bacteria to kill. So if you've got somebody who has a wound that develops somewhere like that and they're just not being rolled over in their bed ever, uh, that wound is going to get infected by like that type of bacteria. And so antibiotics like penicillin famously does not affect anaerobic bacteria. What we would refer to as like broad spectrum antibiotics, a lot of those don't work on anaerobic bacteria. So you develop a wound like that and it starts to culture down there and you've got anaerobic bacteria, and that's like all up in there. When we start throwing antibiotics at you before we know what's going on, before we culture that bacteria and figure out what it is that we need to use, a lot of our, our front-loaded antibiotics are not going to be useful. That's why it's important for if you have old people that are stuck in their bed or they sit down in recliners all day, you got to make sure they're not sitting, putting pressure on the same point every day. One, to prevent them from getting those wounds, and two, to make sure those wounds get aired out because you don't want that kind of bacteria down there. The more you know. I'm sorry, I actually didn't just learn that. I was going to say something else, and I forgot what it was, so I just started talking about anaerobic uh, bacteria. I mean, I feel hey. like I learned something. Are we recording still? Yeah, we were actually just discussing some anaerobic versus aerobic bacteria and the dangers of not moving around enough Walking if you... Away. uh all right. So while he's gone, let's talk about games we've been playing. So yeah, I'm gonna probably give up on Bubble Bobble Game Boy version and switch to a different retro game. I'm still like slowly working on Sukaden, but not enough to actually report back. I've really been playing the crap out of like games. I don't know games that don't make progress, like Halo. I've been playing a lot of Halo lately. Dude, it's these fucking really good. games that don't make progress are the bane of my life right now. Like like I'm Marvel just... snaps, yeah. Dude, man, I, I it's like what it is is the season's about to end, so I'm just trying to squeeze as much fucking. Oh no! God the damn it, passes dude. and stuff. Yeah, I think we lost. Yeah, we lost Nave again. All right, so we uh, assume that he's complaining about. Oh, what? Oh, he's back. I didn't say it. I said the battle pass, and then I started pouring a drink. 
All right, we lost him definitely then. All right, so yeah, Halo, there's the battle pass. But now that you earn like your career rank or whatever, I really enjoy seeing that level up. I think I'm like a lieutenant grade two now or some crap. Still in the bronze division, but you know it's slow going. Besides that, playing a lot of Enlisted, which JP was talking about earlier. I really enjoy playing as like the sniper unit because I don't know if I've talked about it before, but this game, you have like a squad of dudes that you summon in with. So it's like a regular Call of Duty type shooter, but you have four other bodies following you at the same time. And if your lead dude dies, dies, you just switch into the body of one of your other squad mates, assuming they're still alive. And so playing as a sniper is like really fulfilling when you see a squad of like maybe three players coming down the road. But those three players each have four followers. So there's like 20 dudes and you're like, oh man, I'm going to start popping people. And then you just start blowing them away. I know JP, when you first picked up the game, you literally just had like a, um, I don't even know what the rifle was like, like a grand pretty much. Uh, sir. Oh, what? A grand. Uh, what? A drop block piece of shit. That was what a, was the rifle you had then? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a car 98 or whatever. Yeah, you were Germans in whatever, whatever Russia. German bolt action fucking tree branch was. Whatever. Like, <laughs> you had like a single shot rifle or not a single shot, but like a, a bolt action bolt rifle. rifle. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Look, man, I'm not a gun guy. I may be in the Air Force, but I, I'm a keyboard warrior at heart. Anyways, <laughs> you were just like, yeah, he uses, the he uses the laptop gun from Perfect Dark. That's what Philip's gun of choice is. But you sat down, sat out there with your car and shot like four dudes in a row. And I'm like, JP probably just killed like one dude in a squad. Meanwhile, you're like, oh man, I'm fucking blowing heads off. I, I thought I was doing great, especially since with that, that bolt action, it was like one shot, one yeah, kill. Yeah, it's one shot, one kill. I was stacking them like cordwood. <laughs> and then you informed me that those are just not NPCs. Those are NPCs. I was like, yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah, if you're not actively controlling them, they move very NPC-like. Like you've seen, they walk in straight lines. They don't crouch around corners or anything. But Enlisted's good. I love uh, killing massive waves. And then you get to the end and you see your scores like somewhere between 50 and 70 kills. And you're like, man, I massacred an army out there. All right, besides that, uh, another game that doesn't make progress, Hearthstone Battlegrounds, which you guys know about Hearthstone? Y yeah. Had, it's uh... the Blizzard card game in the World of Warcraft universe. But Battlegrounds is the auto-battler version of that card game. Like, do you know Teamfight Tactics, TFT, from League of Legends? Or the Dota Auto Chess or whatever it's called? I'm sorry, you're saying a lot of words. Okay, so the whole premise sure is like, oh my, you, you're like drafting a team every every turn. You go and you buy a new unit, and then you sell units you don't need. And so you're like building the perfect hand, pretty much, a perfect deck or team. And then in between your, your buys or your drafts, you fight another player against his team. So you don't actually do any of the controlling. It's only team management. Pretty much. Uh, okay. Yeah. So is so are your card swaps based off of is there some sort of like currency or points value or okay. is it just one card for one? That's really weird is that in Battlegrounds, uh, all the cards have the same cost, which is different from like TFT, where it's like the better units cost more. In this, it's like everything costs the same. So it's kind of just like luck of the dice of what pops up. But you can pay two extra gold to increase your chances of getting higher level cards and so instead of worrying about buying when you need it type thing like in tft like oh i got to keep re-rolling to try to get better cards it's more about the cards all cost the same so 
I might as well buy an expensive card this turn instead of buying multiple smaller cards that you might buy in TFT or something like that. I know it's very different than TFT, which I've played a lot of with Chana, but I don't know. I'm having a really good time. Nave, you're going to love. If you like uh, Marvel Snap, I think you're going to like Battlegrounds even better. Yeah, I people have been trying to get me into Hearthstone. Too. I played it a little bit, but I, I was such a magic snob for a while. And now that I'm like, I, I, I'm going to step away from magic. It's annoying me too much. I mean, I just like card games in general. It was that it was that deck building Marvel game or DC game that uh, Dontre brought over and we played that made me realize, oh, I'm just really good at this specific thing. Like I have the brain for it. Did you play the uh, what was the Witcher card game? Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, Gwent, yeah, Gwent is interesting because like you don't really build your deck, do you? In that well, you like just kind of. You you kind of build it in the world and then you randomly get dealt like cards yeah. out of it. But you have yeah. to have X amount of each type, I think. So you don't just stack it with like super powered cards. Just like Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII or um, Sabacc in Star Wars. Am I right? Oh my or God. Kazak or whatever. Kazak. Yeah, or something Kazak. like that. It's some weird goof ass word. But dude, the Final Fantasy triple triad, dude, the, uh, there was like a a mobile game version of that like an unofficial one and i was i was addicted i fucking love triple triad i do not understand the one in final fantasy 9 though have you you haven't played final fantasy 9 yet no, have you i haven't played past eight or, yeah well you know, nine like is the, the retros nine's pretty beloved in fact uh i think it was uh, uh natsuo uh uematsu the person who does the the, comp- the composer for those games he was saying that final fantasy 9 is his favorite soundtrack that he made which is pretty cool because that game does have a good soundtrack. But in that game, there's a mandatory tournament, that a card game tournament that you have to play. And that's where I quit. It's because I st- <laughs> I don't understand the fucking card game and I don't want to lose. I want to win. So, but my car, I haven't been playing it, so I don't have like good cards. So it's just a, it's like a sunk cost fallacy over there. Or what is it? Gamble, gambler's fallacy or whatever. I got to win eventually. Is that what the gambler's fallacy I, is? I don't know. Well, I think I'm pretty the sure Gambler's it's thing is like it's like at any point it could be this hand. This is the one that turns it around. Like I may yeah. have lost the last 50 oh, hands, no. but this could be the one. This is the turning. I point. have that bad, dude. I have it bad in video games, man. <laughs> what? I'm so I feel like obnoxious. I have anti-turning point. Like I tried to play Halo ranked yesterday. I played two matches, lost them both. And I'm like, this isn't working, guys. And I just went back to SWAT. Oh my god, dude, I was playing Halo ranked and I kept losing connection just before I won the game. And I don't know if I was getting DDoSed or something because it was very convenient how often I was fucking I would I and it's it, the ones I wouldn't get disconnect from, I would lose. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And what is, so what is a DDoS? Denial a DDoS of attack? Service? DDoS. Yeah, what is, yeah, what's that? Or direct okay. denial of service, right? For DDoS. That's whenever someone specifically tries to take down your internet service. They can yeah. do it by like pinging your, I don't know, like, is your, so what I, they I do what is, yeah, exactly. they, they, there are websites where you just type in an Xbox gamer tag and they'll give you their, your IP address. And then they overload your server with like traffic. So they basically send a bunch of information like very rapidly to at your router and it overloads it and makes your internet go disconnect for a little while. Um, it's well, really bad in Rainbow Six Siege. like the protection. Like that's like the modern servers will do that to protect you from those attacks. Because whenever like that starts, that's saying like, hey, there's something going on. 
we need to basically cut the service to make sure nothing bad happens that you're not being like hacked or they're taking advantage of some kind of like buffer overflow issue or some issue so or god forbid you're pirating uh, the aladdin movie the live that action the newer one of course of course or uh, the prince of persia movie even better but or the game just shut based down on your the connection movie. for a couple seconds to see if it comes back and then that's long enough to get you kicked out of most multiplayer games yeah and sometimes they take I, I i there are times that i was playing siege and i made people so mad at me that they took they took my internet off for like hours like my internet just died. <laughs> oh, Nave. And of course, I was game sharing, so I couldn't play my Xbox at all because I didn't have the rights to play it offline. So that was super cool. Thanks, guys. Classic. I don't know if it was a problem with Halo servers or if like I was having internet connection issues or if I was actually getting DDoS, but I was livid. But I only so I only needed to do five matches and of Halo Ring to get ranked, right? That's like yeah, your preliminaries. Yeah. Or whatever and so i it took me like four years or not years it took me four hours to do five games because i kept disconnecting and the and the weirdest thing was is since i whenever the, the way that i disconnected uh i wouldn't have a match history so i couldn't even check to see if it was like similar people or like the same guy i kept matching up with because you, when you're playing halo ranked you generally like run into like the same handful of people if like once you start getting a little higher up there like, because I was seeing the same person occasionally, but I, I wouldn't even be able to report or do anything. I also wasn't getting punished until, like, the ninth game I disconnected from. And then they, they banned me for uh, five <laughs> minutes. You dirty and, boy. Take your ban. Well, that's the thing. So they banned me for five minutes, and I closed I closed down Halo, and my friend was like, or he was like, how long is the ban? I'm like, I think it's five minutes. So I opened it back up, and I wasn't banned anymore. So I just we just played another game, and yeah. so I I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. But that's that's like the that's like the only time that's the worst I've ever seen it in Halo. I don't know what or in Infinite. I mean, in particular, because I know a few weeks ago we were talking about the guys who like are lagging all over the goddamn place. Like I wasn't lagging. I was doing good in most of my matches, and then uh, like one time I we were playing capture the flag. We were two zero, and I, we were running the flag back. We were on the way. To the fucking, like, we were almost getting the third point and uh, winning the game, and I disconnected as I was running back. And I'm like, that's super convenient that I didn't get to win that fucking game. Uh, but yeah, I have it really bad. Especially in chess. These, or, or League of Legends, Philip knows. Like, I will keep playing and just be tilted. Like, I just, I will, I have no, I don't have that ability to shut that part of my brain off. Where I'm like, I will get a win. You guys went over that on the uh, God. What episode was that? The our video games art episode. Oh yeah, you had a whole ass League of Legends <laughs> deal. <laughs> well, League of Legends, the big yeah. name in games. Took uh, took a lot of our life. Stolen. Right, so we'll never get it back. We are at an hour mark, and we have not made it out of the games we've been playing. So we really need to speed this up. So speed round, backlog buster. I I finished Gears of War Judgment as my fifty fourth game this year. Uh, we're in month eight at this point, so I am really running out of time to do almost 50 more games in, you know, two months. Uh, Nave, did you buy anything? Uh, no, but I'm thinking about buying Pikmin. Dude, it looks really good, especially after that dunk review. Yeah, the, I watched the dunk review and I was like, it just came out. And that's the thing, too, is that everyone's saying if you haven't played Pikmin, this is the one that's going to get you. And I'm like, oh, I, I've been dreaming of the day we can play Pikmin 2 for the podcast. 
because that game is like is has a whole co-op mode. That's the whole point of Pikmin 2 is that it's co-op. Have you done the uh on have you done the Nintendo Switch online uh the emulator stuff? No. Like the Nintendo 64 emulator stuff? Well, I mean, Pikmin I, 2 was GameCube. I know, I know. I I this is a tangent. It, oh, this okay. is like, you know, when we were when I was playing drinking Mario Kart and drinking uh oh when I was playing drinking Super Mario Mario Karts, fucking internet's browning out again, dude. I think my I think it's so hot inside of my apartment that my router's overheating. We lost him Shit, again. We lost Nave again. All right, so at this point, let's thank our patrons: Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and the Interglide Pinecone. We can't do it without you, boys. Thanks for all your support. After after you know, it's been a long oh time God, we've dude. had you patrons. Like we haven't got a new one in a while, but you guys have been here for a very long time. I know we have a, like some patron content in the works. But it's going to be a little bit before we get in there. Nave's been working on it, and it's taking longer than expected. But we'll get there pretty soon. Uh, besides that, what else do we have on the list? You remember what we were talking about? Yeah, last thing we were talking about, if I pulled the notes, the Twitter. No or Twitter. Uh, I was in the middle of like a story, but I don't remember what the story was about. When we were playing Drinking Mario Kart. Oh, uh... <laughs> that that did it uh that's what uh, you said the, i was there <laughs> well in the well it made me remember the nintendo 64 yeah. switch online thing right uh yeah. if you you can go online and then it like simulates a second controller it's really cool it's like it reminded me of when we did the parsec thing with bubble bubble only it actually fucking functioned what you mean parsecs on a great solution for when you need to do couch co-op gaming on the web yeah, on a fucking Twitch reaction fucking bubble extravaganza game. game where I'm watching. Like, there's a three-second delay in my input, but then there's, like, a eight-second delay in my video that I'm seeing. So I have to, like, predict the future. Yeah. But uh, it was really cool. So we played Mario Party that way. And pretty cool. uh, it was pretty neat. So we just had our own Switches, and we were Which doing one did that. you play? One or two? Uh, we played about... three. Three? But in two, yeah. they have, like, costumes and stuff. It's cool. I don't know. I just saw three and I was like, three is a bigger number. Oh, and then no, man, two is so good. One's a classic as well. Yeah. I don't know if they have one on there. I think Weird. it's just two and three. All right. So, oh, we also played Pokemon Snap. Do you remember those fucking mini games, dude? Like the Lickitung eating the sushi. No, that, that was in uh, Stadium. But yeah, stadium, I used to play the crap out of those games. I said Snap, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, that fucking I loved the, the me, my friends. So it would be me, my friends, Terrell, Sydney, and Jamal, and we would all sit around playing like super competitively playing the shit out of that. Like the Kurt Clefairy one where you have to do Simon says. Fuck, dude. Like dude, we, they get, it's so big. Like they gets it's had so many yes. buttons at the end. It's, it's like twenty ones. Uh, and then there's another one where you're Caterpie or Metapod and you use Harden when they drop a rock on you, and it's like a rhythm game almost. And yeah. like that's so good. Two has another rhythm game where you're chancy and you catch eggs. I need like to play two. I never played uh, dude, Stadium Two. Those mini games are even better in two. I bet because the, they're very not great in, in Stadium, <laughs> but they're nostalgic for me. All right. So to move this along, I did get a Reddit post that is happened to be gears related, so we can weigh in with our doctorly reason to see if this guy is in fact an asshole or not. JP, do you want to read this or do you want me to take this one? You know what? I've been, I've been, uh, all right. I got you. This is from throw it. No. You want to do this? Go ahead. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So from, am I the asshole by throw away one nine, seven, nine, nine, seven, six. 
Uh, am I the asshole for buying my niece an M-rated video game? All right, so this happened a few days ago, and the smoke has cleared a bit. So my 12-year-old niece, let's call her Holly, was with me. We have a pretty good relationship, as she has lots of stuff in common with me. Should tell you, I'm a 22-year-old male, and I was kind of a surprised child, and my siblings are a lot older than me. We both like anime. We like to cook together. I've taught her how to use a gun properly. We play video games together. The ones were M-rated. And Holly is at my place all the time. Since my place is not far from her school, she usually comes over after work, after school is out, and she hangs out around for a couple of hours. Now, her birthday was last week, and she asked me, Uncle OP, can you get me this, please? And she held up her phone, and it was a set of all the Gears of Wars <laughs> games. Pause. Agreed. I know. What's up? Wait, Uncle OP is... Uncle OP. Yeah. yeah. It's like OP, oh. like original poster, but then I was thinking of the name OP. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't anyway. have time for this. Keep reading. Yeah. All right. Uh, I held up her phone. I just, I just agreed. I, I knew her agreed. brothers. I knew her brothers played M-rated games like Wolfenstein, so I assumed it was okay. Wait a minute. Pause so, again. Gears of War is a little more intense than Wolfenstein. I, I mean, don't know about that. I, I think it's the other way around. Man, I think Wolfenstein... I Wolfenstein is a mean? higher maturity rating than Gears. I don't know, like How? the last two Wolfenstein games. There's skeleton Nazis in there. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. The last two Wolfenstein games were like really, really graphically violent. Like way more violent, I think. Than Young Blood. My gun. Last one I played was Young Blood. Uh, okay, That's Young the last Blood one is... that came out. Okay, I'm sorry. And the one before that was like Wolfenstein, <laughs> like 2009 or whatever. Whatever it was like on the 360. And oh, was the Nazi fucking magic. cool one. Yeah, was the magic. Cool and you had like an amulet and you could use magic powers. That, yeah, like, yeah. I haven't played the other ones. Oh my god. Yeah, New New World Order or World Order or Shadow of the Purple Drink. I can't remember. The Colossus? <laughs> Shadow uh, of the Purple Drink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get too racist, but uh, never mind. Okay. Uh, so, Please don't. <laughs> uh, M-rated games like Wolfenstein, so I assumed it was okay. So I got her the whole Gears of War set had to go to a few different stores but i got all six games there's only three gears of war games <laughs> and holly was really happy but a few days ago my sister her mother let's call her jane came to my house really mad asking why i got holly such a game i said because she asked and i, <laughs> and I figured since her brother played him rated games it was fine jane said it was different for them they were older 13 and 15 uh, did they state the girl's 12? She's 12. Okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, technically they're older. Uh, and Holly didn't need to play such a game as it wasn't good for a girl. I told my Ooh, sister we'll to the bottom of it for me to teach her how to shoot a real gun. But God forbid he plays a game involving guns. Wait, they're focusing on the guns. <laughs> I think the chainsaws are probably what she's more concerned about. What about the exploding crossbows that like take people's heads off and then blow it up as it's stuck to the wall? Yeah, I'm punching it, ripping a dude's arm off and fucking beating him with it. But, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Jane basically waved me off and gave me all names and told me to take them back. And she didn't want Holly around my place for a while. And you guys are saying that fucking Wolfenstein's harder than Gears of War? I was pretty upset. I found her reasoning, hip reasoning hypocritical and sexist. And, well, Holly still comes over. I'm not going to stop her. Though visits are just a bit shorter and she's in the middle of Gears of War 2. 
I know it's wrong to disobey my sister when it involves her child, but I think this is a special circumstance, but I'll leave that up for you to, to decide. Am I the asshole for buying my Holly a set of M-rated games? Oh, in case this is needed, Jane is like 40. Like I said, I was a surprise. All right, so who wants to take the first floor on this one? Uh, You're a little bit of the asshole, a little bit. Well, so there's a small well, amount. I almost feel like there's an extra question in this. Is like, is he the asshole for letting her continue to play the games at his house? Because that seems to be the next step. Because buying yeah. the games, I, I feel like that could be a, a shame on you for the first time or shame on me type thing. Well, like one of those where it's like, all right, you fucked up this time. Not a big deal. Take the games back. No problem. But it seems he's continuing to basically lie to the sister and let her come over and play these violent, disgusting video games. So I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, gosh, I can't say for certain because I'm not in this situation, but a solution that I could maybe see him doing uh, just off the top of my head. There is a uh, setting for Gears of War where you can turn off like the excessive violence and swearing and stuff like maybe if he wanted to feel better about it he turns on that setting while they're playing it and it just stays their little secret hey we're playing gears of war you're not seeing what people's ascending colon looks like when you chainsaw them and your mom never has to know you know it's funny you bring that up because i'm playing grand theft auto recently too and i was like man my kids are always in and out of the room while I'm playing this game and Trevor's on the screen. So I'm like, there's gotta be a setting in there. I go to look in all the settings to see if there's one of those baby mode settings to turn off the, the violence and the cussing and stuff. There is not in Gears of War, or not Gears of War, Grand Theft Auto, a way to turn off Trevor's extremist <laughs> language and violence. You, you, sw- you flip that switch and it just turns into Roblox? Dude, I was hoping for anything at that point. I'm like, please give me anything. As they are saying some racist, violent, oh, and JP just unplugged his headphones. Terrific. Things are about to get racist and violent. Yeah. All right, Nave, what do you think? What's your take on this this little conundrum? How do you feel about the uncle? Uh, I don't, I generally don't care. I think that video games are... Oh, he left! Oh, no, he lost him! (laughs) I'll tell you right now, uh, Walter, he's five months old. He is almost all the way through the Gears of War franchise. So, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Fuck you, Philip. Oh, okay. Does he play Marcus or Dom? Fucking Dom. <laughs> I'm first player. Okay, okay. It's going to be one of those podcasts, eh? We haven't had one of these in a while. So, do you want to continue or are we just going to wait for Nave to get back? We can wait a little bit. So we just scrolled, I scrolled through the comments to see what like the top reactions are. And most people are saying this guy's not the asshole, but he probably should have cleared it with the mom first. And yeah, that makes sense because I mean, you can't just go straight on like a kid says, Hey, (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing? God, Nave just starts blasting. (laughs) She's like, dude. <laughs> this is staying really in nasty right? if he goes here, I hope not. This. <laughs> what are you doing? I have a really nasty trick. If he goes here, I have this. 
got one. Um, and we're back again. This is another cursed episode, apparently. Yep. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We did hear that whole video you were playing. Yeah, multiple videos. Really? Of reading and then the. Oh, yeah, this. <laughs> is that a chess video? Yeah. He's played. Chess. He did. He did a good. He did a good move. That's what it sounds like when you do a good move. Oh god. Disrupt your opponent. <laughs> I, I don't remember who was talking or what were we complaining about. It was me. But, you were asking me if, if this was an asshole, and I was saying yeah. that uh, I don't think the video games are particularly like traumatizing. I think that kids have like unlimited access to the internet, and there's, they're going to see some live leak videos eventually. I mean, a twelve-year-old like knowingly like exposing a twelve-year-old to Gears of War is kind of extreme. But if the kid wants to play Gears of War, then I mean. Who fucking cares? They can just go on Twitch and watch people play Gears of War. So it's going to be kind of hard to adult your way around that. But it's kind of weird that she's going to his house to play it. Like when she explicitly is told that she can't play that game. But then again, I used to go watch Powerpuff Girls at friends' houses because I wasn't allowed to watch Powerpuff Girls as a kid. And look how you turned out. You know, it's like these kids just go around. Yeah, I turned out great. Thanks, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, so the about the sexist stuff, I don't know. It is a little bit, but it's like, who fucking cares? I mean, this is an old person. <laughs> She's 40. They just have like this idea of. We're 30. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's only 10 years. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> 10 years, that's big. You know, well, I mean, think about it. Like, just that 10 year gap, we grew up playing video games. Yeah. That person absolutely did not. They never played a Gears in their life. They, he needs to get Jane, the, the mom, sit down and play through Gears of War 2 with her. <laughs> yeah. That'll teach her. Cement in her mind that this is just a very violent game, or turn her around that this is a, a tale of brotherhood and true love and uh, well, bombing the locust or whatever else happened in that game. Well, I mean, two things can be true at once, right? It is a story about, you know, what all those nice things, but like also at the same time, there's chainsaw bayonets. So I think the most important thing is that watching a video game and playing it are two completely different experiences and your brain interprets it, interprets that stuff differently. So like when you're watching it, you're seeing the chainsaw, guts, bayonet, blood flying everywhere and stuff. But when you're playing it, like, yeah, you're kind of seeing that. You feel the chainsaw as you rip through their flesh. <laughs> Mainly what's going on through your head is like you're problem solving. Like you're you're trying to not get killed. You're looking at like pieces of cover as as uh as like somewhere safe to be you're looking at enemies as obstacles you're kind of like your brain is seeing the enemies and the guts and gore and stuff but it's also seeing like everything for what they are in regards to success at the game right and so it's a little bit different when you play these games you're not like totally honed in on the gore in the same way that you would be if you were just watching someone play it because that way you're not actively like doing something you're just experiencing with your eyes yeah i think that's actually a pretty good point with when you bring up like it's problem solving it's like the first time you play gears of war you're like man i really want to i want to warm up that chainsaw you know but you do it a couple of times and you're like okay i got that out of my system now you're like okay uh the chainsaw is good for this specific situation and you know it just becomes a tool in your in your toolbox and you're not running around like man i just really need a fucking cut somebody in half it's just like oh man there's a dude who just ran around yeah. my cover my chainsaw is gonna be the most effective tool to deal with this and then that's what you do you know it's not teaching kids it's just like 
hey, you know, cutting people in half is cool. I mean, really think about it. It's not that different from like chess. Whenever you see a lowly pawn out on the battlefield and you're like, oh man, my horsey is just about to wreck this fool's world. And as the horse runs in there, storming this man down, stomping, the the hoof goes through the man's skull, crushing his brains onto the ground. And you see that piece get captured. And you're like, man, it was just a tool in my belt. It meant nothing to me that that man died. And then you go, oh, (laughs) exactly. I'm glad you picked up on that. You're killing a pawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrific. All right. Uh, we are still, we need to press for time. Anything else to say on this Reddit post? Uh, I think, I don't think the sex- sexism angle yeah, that's has really a weird. lot to it. I mean, I think it's just, this has been going on forever since, you know, Columbine, they were trying to blame it on heavy metal and fucking doom. Right. So it's just, they were wrong though. Doing, what <laughs> he had the school as a doom level in his computer I yeah mean, a little sus <laughs> that's not a great example <laughs> yeah <laughs> ted bundy is a better example oh, they no. blame ted only bundy. half half sonic half pikachu sonic chew yeah well i think right. the sexism thing i i understand what he's saying because it's like gender roles and whatever but like i don't know man like let like kind of just let the parent do the parent thing and the kids gonna rebel in the ways they're gonna rebel and if they rebel by fucking with gender roles well welcome to 2023 right on all right let's take a break the music plays boom 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 you guys need a bathroom break or anything might need i've had three bathroom breaks too you need one yeah today was my oldest daughter's birthday she turned 16 or she can almost play gears of war I know. Wait, no, you can, you can play Emory games at like 15, right? No, you got to be 17, Philip. Read the box. 17? To yeah. buy a, to buy an Emory game? Yeah, and then adult only is 18. Uh, what? You you learn a lot in that one year. Now you're able to play Manhunt. That's, uh, the, the age system is so weird. <laughs> yeah, why can't we, like, ha- we, let's add some letters to the ages. You know what I mean? Let's go from 11 to V. Well, I know, like, the Peggy system has, like, uh, numbers. So it's very simple, if it's still in use. I don't know if the Peggy system. Yeah, Peggy 13. Like, not that it's that different, but it's just more simple. For some reason, I always thought, like, it was, like, R-rated movies. Like, you can see an R-rated movie with, like, nudity and violence and death on screen and everything when you're 15. But you can't, but... No, you can't. What? Is that not it? Well, you have to have... I think you can... Can you go into R-rated movies with the parent? Someone, someone on the comments of that "Am I the Asshole?" post asked if the thirteen-year-old boy got to play M-rated games at twelve, and I was like, "That's kind of an interesting question." Yeah, that, that'd be one way to solve it. But then again, that's not a great way to establish. Like, I don't know, as far as it goes because it's like, yeah, I don't want to expect. Like, I I regret that he did get to play at twelve or something like that. I don't want this for my next kid. Just because something happened to one kid yeah. doesn't mean it's going to be the same. Of course, and of course, age is just a number. Yeah. Except in the eyes of the law, Christian. But uh um... <laughs> <laughs> I am not a I am not a pedophile. I am not. The the OP actually wrote, he said the boy got to play Wolfenstein when he was ten. So this seems to be more about being a girl than anything else. So who was playing Wolfenstein? Yeah, you can have this one. Alright, thanks. I appreciate it. You brought it up here, you know. I can't take it from you. The boy. The boy. The brother of the girl. 
All right, we we don't need to regret into this though. Like, yeah, we get it. It might be sexist. Well, my my final my final position on it though, uh, should be, like you know you got to use your own judgment on like when you think something's wrong and when you should do something about it. But like, there's a, you know you should use judgment. Be like, nice. You know that's their kid. That's not my kid. They're gonna fuck that kid up on their own, <laughs> and then when they end up with a fucked up kid, they're gonna be like. What did I do wrong? I didn't let him play Gears of War when she was 12. <laughs> didn't let him play Gears of War. He didn't let him chainsaw people. I should have just let him make the school in the in the in the Doom mod. <laughs> <creator. laughs> the Doom mod. God. All right, let's move on. Gears of War Judgment, developed by People Who Can Fly, published by Microsoft, released all the way back March 2013. Almost 10 years old. Wait, it is more than 10 years old. Yeah. Store description. In the immediate aftermath of Emergence Day, the fate of the world rests on the shoulders of young COG Lieutenant Damon Baird and his team Kilo Squad. As the world of Sarah is destroyed around them, Kylo must rise up, break the rules, and take the fight to the horrifying new enemy in this blockbuster prequel to one of the most celebrated franchises in gaming history, Xbox Marketplace 1199. Yeah, Gears of War Judgment. So history and preconceptions. I never played this one before this review, so uh, I just knew that it was probably the bad one that it, no one liked. That's just the the feeling, the aura it gave off, or not what I heard around. <laughs> yeah, because Master Chief's not in it. Yeah, there's no Master you can't Chief. Can't make Gears of War without Master Chief. They, they make you play half the game as like this other guy. I don't even know who he is. Locke or something. I don't remember his name. Brian. Brian. Yep. Uh, JP, history oh, preconception. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry, you were still doing the Halo bit. And I was trying to figure out which Gears of War character was Locke. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener at home, if you weren't keeping up, we were doing a bit referencing Halo 4. Where five. Five? That was five. You five, fucking Where Master Chief disappears for half the game, and we wonder what we're doing as we put yeah. this Locke looking for Master Chief and wonder why 343 had to keep making games after 5. But then he... Uh... Then he has like a sumo fight though with luck, and then it has been years. And then, you, and then you play as Master Chief, right? Yeah. Then you switch back to Master Chief and you go to save Cortana. And then yeah, like you all the Cortana. promotional material made it seem like Locke was gonna like maybe kill him or at least not get his ass whooped. Well, no, because the promotional material was half and half. Like half of it was Locke beating Spart beating what? What is his name? Doctor Spartan. Yeah, Dr. Spartan, and then Dr. Spartan beating Locke. So, can't, what, what the fuck is his name? Why? How did I forget John the Spartan. main character? Master Chief. Fuck, dude. Master Cheeks. <laughs> what am I doing? Master Cheeks. All right, history preconception. Here's judgment. You buy this game launch? Both of you? Uh, you I yes. absolutely do. Oh, you fools. I'm sorry. I'm absolutely all in on Gears of War. I bought every one of them on launch. This Even one five? was no different. Absolutely. Was was Game Pass out when five came out? Actually, I don't remember. Five was like day one Game Pass. I thought. Uh, I don't think so. No. no. It better not have been because I paid full price for that bit. <laughs> yeah, I probably paid for it too. Then. <laughs> oh no, I did pay for it because I was in the beta. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I I paid five, for it as well. I'll be honest with you. That was kind of like their last chance. I was like, if you give me another four, I'm out. But I I can honestly say it, it wasn't another four. It's got its own problems, but I guess we're not yeah, here to talk like about the fucking garbage ending. We're not talking about five here. You dude, I'm like so fucking... Dude, choice. it's so stupid, dude! <laughs> Commit, cowards! 
Kill them! People in Gears of War have been killed, okay? Important characters. Just commit and tell us they, what... Oh, man. They should have just blown up JD at the beginning. They should have just blown him up. No! JD is the one that should have survived! No, I mean, but for the story that they did, when he got blown up at the beginning, he, they oh, should have yeah, just yeah. killed him and then not... And then they could have taken all the... Sh well, you're saying like a, the, you, you wanted them to pull a Last of Us Part Two? Absolutely, I wanted. Except in the out. opposite, where you're killing like <laughs> you one of them to come out with a golf club and smash my yeah. favorite character. General Ron I mean... just shows up with a fucking cricket <laughs> bat. <and> fucking, <laughs> he fucking puts his head into his chest like a Doom Eternal execution. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Why? like JD. I... No one likes JD. Like He's a either. tool. But that was the problem. Is they made um, what's his face? I don't know his name. Del. Dell, they made him so likable and non... Yes, which is why he's the one that should have died because it would have had an emotional impact. And JD was on a trajectory of a character arc. If you kill him mid-character arc, it, it's that's not that's not good. Don't do that, well, writers. So, well, I mean, so like what they were planning on doing, right? Because they were obviously trying to pass the court, the torch on to uh, Kate, you know. They could have just killed JD because I think he was already fucked, especially in the scenes leading up to that point where yeah. they were like, JD, you shot a bunch of people? A lot of and, civilians? And he was like, ah, that was his defense was like, ah, come on, guys. That's going to come up orders. That's part of my argument for why this game sucks so bad, why Judgment sucks, is JD gets a pass while Baird gets put on, like, they're trying to execute him in a war yeah, well, zone. To be, fair, to be fair, this game takes place way before Gears of War 1, and in Gears of War 5, the cog is, like, in shambles, isn't it? I can't remember. No, what? Well, they're yeah, like the five, it. Actually, the cog is in a better shape than it is, like, I think in the history of the franchise, really. Well, actually, well, I meant like they're they're not doing anything though. Like in gears, like in all the other gears of wars, there's cities. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the locust is gone, and stuff. Or am I thinking of four? The swarm. Oh god, I think I'm thinking of four. But the locusts show back up, don't they? No, it's the swarm, not I mean, the locusts. Yeah, but the locusts are. Thing. I mean, oh, the, the swarm are there, but then the locusts show back up. Like, and then they're both. Those are like the remnants of the locusts, you know. Do they show back? Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. I think there was like a weird cluster thing or something where you find like some buried in like a, a place. Yeah. Oh, right. The original Locust where they got created in the lab, right? That yeah. was it. Those Anyhow, fucking... Judgment. Yeah, it's a judgment. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. That was the, but, uh, that was the whole bit. <laughs> all right. So uh, hours played. I've only played a little bit of it. JP, you said you played a lot. And Nave, you said you've played an insane amount of this game. Yeah, I prestiged three times. That's a lot. I think. Especially I don't know. This game doesn't have a prestige system. Yeah, it does. But it's called re-up. You re-up. You get to level 50 and... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're being a dick. I get it. Oh, yeah. That's what you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, get his ass. <laughs> no. So, JP, anything on uh, your, your game time? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I've played through it two, maybe three times. All right, uh, good, good, good. I just... I mean, I played a little bit of the online i've never been super big on gears online with the exception of like horde mode and stuff and what beast mode from uh gears three three fucking awesome they yeah like yeah mode. dude i <laughs> but, love uh, dude i love it because like i loved being the tickers i was so <laughs> sneaky dude i was so sneaky as a ticker man i was always the uh armored cantus that's just dude the, those guys are so cool when they show up in the dlc for uh they're like the droidicas yeah, they, they roll out and they're like, ding, 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 like bolts are bouncing off them. And I'm like, man, that guy's cool as he's, you know, machine gunning my ass. 
<laughs> killing my brothers. Yes. <laughs> that guy's really cool. So this is the earliest game in the timeline. Uh, I put in the sales numbers just to put in context how poorly this game was received. So Gears of War 1 reached 27 million sales. Jesus War, Christ. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, everyone played Gears of War 1. Gears 2 and 3 were both at 6 million. Okay, so they're holding the line. Gears Judgment then came out only hitting 2 million. So, you know, three times less. Gears 4 comes out with 3 million. And 5 comes out with 4 million. So they're, they're climbing back up. And Gears Tactics is kind of on Game Pass with 1 million. We don't really talk about tactics. I haven't played it yet, but I, I mean, to. it's the good spinoff. Is it? Compared yeah. to Judgment? Judgment yeah. is barely a spinoff. Judgment's like a glorified DLC expansion type thing. Well, no, because like they there's there's weird things they did with it because it's like an arcade game. It's an arcade version of Gears, but also they took away the weapon wheel thing, like esque thing with the D pad. Yeah, so now you weird. switch weapons. I hate that. That you get to throw grenades dedicated to a button. Which I actually like, That's so I'm bad. like, oh, but it's also like it, it. What's weird is the grenades are insane in Gears of War, like especially in the multiplayer, they're fucking nuts. But like part of the part of the balance was that you had to sw- pull your weapon, put your weapon away in order to use the grenade, right? Which seems dumb and antiquated, and it kind of is. But then again, like it's like imagine in Halo if Gears if Gears of War explosives were in halo and you just are because the halo is already bad enough with everyone just throwing grenades all the fucking all the time, time. Yeah. but the grenades are little poopy little <laughs> firecrackers you know they blow up like half a meter dude the Everyone fucking that takes no damage it's like oppenheimer when you b- blow up a fucking frag in gears of war <laughs> you heard that little yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah just turned dude. to mute Dude, there's this fucking video I saw where uh, I haven't seen Oppenheimer, but apparently the scene where the bomb blows up, it, there's like a whole minute and a half of silence, right? The Like the bomb blows up and like that's where they're tasting it. And then there's just, it's silent, right? Yeah. And so it's very cinematic and cool and artsy. But right at the beginning, right as soon as it goes silent, someone farts in the movie theater. And then they're just laughing for like a minute straight because it's just like the moment it went quiet, it was just... Like a fucking real wet fart. It's like it's so fucking good, dude. You do not need to pull this up. I'm gonna find it. All right. While you're doing that, I'm gonna cover the story for this because when me and they played, we had some. (laughs) And then when I asked JP about, you know, we're gonna talk about, you know, uh, judgment today. He's like, I don't even remember what happened in that. And then I recap the story for him. But I'm going to recap it for you, dear listener. And so we can understand how it. stupid this is. All right, I guess we're going to watch this video. Right here. <laughs> People are laughing. I don't hear anything. I know, because it's coming through my headphones. Oh, yeah, Philip has to fucking describe it to me. Okay, so the bomb goes off. There's a flash of light. Wait, no. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Oh, my God. My fucking... He died. We lost name again whenever he was trying to show us a fart video. I think he's back. Can you hear us? He just, oh my god, this guy. (laughs) 
This fucking episode's right, cursed, dude. I know, this is the cursed one. Let's get through the story. So, Baird Cole Paddock are on trial for Loomis for unauthorized use of a light <laughs> mass missile during E-Day. So, we see flashbacks and play through everything that happened. It's E-Day, and a massive Locust Army is attacking every major city at once. Kylo team encounters General Karn and his army. Sophia, a character I didn't put in the earlier part, but she's also on the team, recommends that Kilo <laughs> use the, the light mass missile against Karn. Loomis says, don't do it. And Bard says he's going to do it anyways. Classic Gears. Am I right? There's a big boss, General yeah. Karn. You're ignoring oral orders to get jobs done. There's a military justice system for crimes that happened off screen. But anyways, Kilo team then recovers and escorts a... Wait, the a crimes are on screen. You're going through the crimes. The whole no, game's but a yeah, flashback. But yeah, but this, the crimes are off screen at first. <laughs> You're just at there. It's like when you get Marcus out of jail in the first one, you're like, what's he in jail for? They tell you. I don't he punched remember. a baby to death. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's for that do-rag. It was his um, baby if it makes you feel any better. All right, whatever. Kilo uh, team recovers and escorts a bot named Troy, who is apparently the marker for the light mass missile, which I... I Guess we haven't developed the um the little the pointing clickers the little laser sight things that we use for the hammer of dawn. I yeah, guess well, I mean, I figure a light mass bomb's probably considerably bigger fucking area of effect, right? You don't want to be close enough to like yeah that bitch's impact. I guess so. Like, they... don't you remember the light mass bomb blowing up in Gears of War two? Yeah, he took out where like it a... was like yeah, it went through the whole ant hill. One, one one was uh where they used the big light mass where they tried to collapse the entire tunnel system yeah and they collapsed a mountain range and they were like ah shit that wasn't all of them <laughs> <laughs> they do be like that though all right so we got troy uh we then they they guide him over to like a giant i don't know like a library or something i don't remember but they send troy <laughs> in and they blow up the library where he believes general Karn to be i say believes because surprise he might not actually be there uh, Loomis then meets up with Kilo and finds them guilty and he tries to execute him, but he's stopped as a horde of locusts bust in the rescue Kilo team, kind of. Whatever the, the locusts attack. I don't think a rescue mission was what they had in mind, but they end up rescuing them. Anyways, General Karn, the it turns out he didn't die in the light mass explosion. He returns after not being killed, and then he gets whooped by Kilo team. Loomis sees how badass Kylo team is, and instead of executing them, he demotes them and uh, gets left hanging when he tries to shake Paddock's hand. What you th- you think about Paddock? Dude, he's the best character. He's my favorite character in the whole game. Well, I, I was thinking... Big old fucking air quotes there. He's just grumpy Russian, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. he's the best. I was like, I was like, kind of sad that there wasn't anything like that in the original Gears of War, because like, it, like all that, all that war, like the, what is it, the UIC, IRU? UIR is the Russian people. Yeah. I can't remember what the war was called before Emergence Day. Pendulum War. Pendulum War, yeah. So it's always talked about. It would be really cool having, well, I mean, it would be kind of weird actually having, well, never mind. Because the whole reason he's here in this game is he's not part of the team, right? You just find him? Uh, No, he is a part of a program that is reintegrating the UIR with the COG. Like they can like volunteer after getting like, I guess they lost. Yeah, so the Locust essentially hit the UIR first, I think. Yeah. Because it was like, they were in mid-conflict with the with the Coalition, right? And then E-Day happened, and I think they got hit, like, harder. And uh, the UIR completely fell. And since everybody was like, oh, man, this is an existential crisis, they rolled in all the survivors into the Coalition. So 
he was like a like a like a major or something in the UIR, and they brought him over. No, he's a as private, like a private, and yeah, yeah just like well, just like Operation Paperclip, how we got all the Nazis into NASA. Yeah, because like God forbid Russia. Yeah, same. God thing. forbid <laughs> Russia gets to the moon and just curb stomp <laughs> instead of build <laughs> rockets. God. All right, so that's the whole story. Now, this is what pissed me off is because, like, I was talking about stupid JD and how he gets, just gets a pass after killing civilians. Meanwhile, like, I guess you guys can explain, like, it's so early in the COGS, like, system? Or what was the excuse for, like, why do they not get a pass for nuking an enemy or believing so, they nuked an enemy? Uh, so the the deal with JD is that the people that he shot, it was because technically this is, outside of the conflict of uh the locust wars right yeah and so this is the reconstruction efforts and it was like a riot or something it was like some civil disobedience or whatever and those are the people that he shot but i think they specifically state that it was like non-lethal it, it just like fucked them up <laughs> non-lethal shootings just Fuck extreme yeah. prejudice like just, i don't know maybe just they need, the, they need those claymores with the rubber balls yeah. that sound like a fucking clap from god whenever they go off like have you seen those fucking claymores <laughs> all right call back to gears one then like what was marcus in for because marcus just his post to go try to save his father because the locusts were like invading that area and he went to yeah. his house to make sure his daddy didn't die you do all that in a flashback in three unbeknownst to him the locust had already kidnapped his dad but uh, I don't think yeah, his actually, dad's half sonnet you, right? No, his dad's half locust. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget. Or his mom is or something. I forget that whole story. Yeah, I don't honestly, remember. I I don't think it's even necessary. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm it's not all fucking grubs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, just story... I just want to curve stop and cry over Maria. God. None oh, of yeah, this story just, is I necessary. Need Dom and Marcus fucking saying brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> squirting everywhere with their sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I just need dudes with biceps the size of my fucking skull chainsaw and grubs, man. That's, that's what I'm here for. Slabs of meat operating other slabs of meat into oblivion. Okay, okay, we can stop sucking the Gears of War dick. <laughs> Why is this the worst Gears of War? Uh, well, I don't know. First of all, it's hot off the heels of 3, which was like yeah. the, you know, the fucking the, climax the of the game better. Series, right? And it's then they were like, fucking ejaculation of the show. And they decided to go the, uh, not the right direction. It just—I don't know what the right direction is. Well, this wasn't it. This was the thing: is that it's not they decided. It, this was a different team than the Gears of War guys. Yeah, the people fly, the bullet storm people, right? Yeah, the yeah. Bullet. So it was kind of like how DMC was like, you know, different teams than the Devil May Cry guys, and then they went back to playing doing Devil May Cry. Except that's not what happened here. The coalition took over Gears of War, and. uh I'm going to, I mean, I guess hot take, but maybe it's like medium take, but I think the judgment is better than Gears of War 5. Not in gameplay, what? but in story for sure. Story? Yeah. This story? Uh, I yes. think you might actually, I technically, yeah, you're completely correct because that Gears of War 5 story is f fucked. Yeah. But I like uh, the but characters the fucking, more though. Uh, I mean, that's just because a lot of them are like, people you know. What was the guy with the sunglasses? Jesus Christ! Man. <laughs> that guy? You want to? You want to? You want to? You want to put that guy on a pedestal? Dude. I don't even know his name, but I know who you're talking about the dude with the blown up foot. He's he's got a prosthetic foot, and you said the sunglasses guy. Like, <laughs> you know JD's but new friend. Yes, he's the boss, only the guy one with a prosthetic fucking foot. 
Jesus, man. Look, man, I, I played a lot of Star Fox growing up, and I never noticed that they all had prosthetic legs either. Maybe I'm just blind to prosthetic legs. Wait. Yeah, they have prosthetic legs so that they can survive yeah, the G-forces. Apparently, it stops the blood from rushing down to their legs whenever they pull high Gs, so they all had their legs amputated. But, like, they're in space. Does that still, like, happen? They have G-diffusers in their systems that lets their spaceships perform like jet planes in space. Yeah, but also they do fight in planet, in atmosphere. Would you want to perform like a jet? That's like worse than being in space, right? Well, no, I think the point is so they're able to actually like swoop around uh, opposed to like most other spaceships, which are going to be like a thrust type system, yeah. right? I, okay, because you can't use like dragon stuff yeah. in space, right? Okay, it it allows them to get behind other star. It's it's overly complex and it's stupid because they're talking animals with robot legs. But anyways, back yeah. to years away. Anyway, no, but, but also prosthetic foot and okay. called him the sunglasses guy. Star Fox, they do fight in atmosphere all the time. They do too. Also, yeah. God damn it. Uh, yes, but I think I'm I'm totally with Nave in that like five, they tried to have a story and I see what they were trying to do. The execution was piss. And because they don't know how to make how to elevate one character without it being at the expense of another. So yes, dude. What they had to do to JD. They're like, we don't know how to make people like Kate. We better make JD a mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. We better make, make JD fuck up at every fucking possible point he can so that people don't feel bad when he when you make the choice to kill him. And then we're going to blow him up. And then we're going to make Dell just the broest, most solid dude. Yeah. Like he's way too nice. It's like you. Why do they like you so much, Dell? So I have kind of a theory because I don't know if you guys remember any of the promotional material, but there was a couple of clips in there where it kind of looked like maybe Dell was at some point going to flip on Kate. Like he was kind of doing a double agent type thing because he he volunteers to go with her. He's like, Kate, I'm going to go with you. We're going to see this thing through. And you're kind of like, man, that's super cool. But that's a little too cool. You're being a little too helpful. And so <laughs> I think originally maybe the plan was at some point Dell was going to flip on Kate and he's going to be like, look, you know, I came out here under orders. He's like, I don't want to do this shit. You know, you're my friend or whatever. And then maybe there was going to be a choice there or something. I I, I, I could do without the choice. But it really reminds me of Mortal Kombat 10. Like, I think it's 10. Mortal Kombat MKX. The one uh, with Jackie Briggs. And Sonya's <laughs> daughter, I can't remember her name. Cassie, Cassie, Cassie Cage? Cage, yeah. So it's like, that's exactly what happened in that game too, where Cassie Cage, like they had to make her look really cool and expense, at, at the expense of Jackie Briggs, who got absolutely no time. And he, she was literally just Dell. She was like, I'm your friend. I'm going to support you. And I'm going to be the broest bro that I could possibly bro, bro. And then oh, like, yeah. that's all she ever did in the whole story. And, she and now she's not even in the was- game anymore. And she was like Jax. They're like, all right, how are we going to make them know that it was that this is Jax's daughter? It's like, well, we can't Let alone. arms off. Let's just give her like robo arms that just attach to the outside of her arms. I think it's hilarious because there's like almost no black characters in the franchise. So it's like, that's not enough. Can't have the other, the black younger girl be the daughter of the only black guy on the roster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no. Oh, so shit. fucking silly. We gotta give her metal arms. Judgment. (laughs) Anyways, judgment. Character-wise, I do not care about Baird at all. 
I, I like, I never liked Baird really. Like he's always been really bland to me as like, he's the tech guy. I mean, Dell does that 10 times better and he's also the bro guy. Yeah. It's like they rolled the whole team into Dell. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dude. I didn't mean to bring up Dell again. We need to get away from Dell. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like Baird, I never got the impression that he was supposed to be like the leader man. Although like you kind of pick up on it a little bit in Gears War 1 when you first meet him. Because like when that happens, Lieutenant Kim just died and they're like, all right, Phoenix, you're now Sergeant Phoenix. And then Baird's like, oh, don't give the fucking smart guy a promotion. Give it to the fucking guy who just got liberated from prison. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pretty good. (laughs) You know, stuff like that. But like that drama immediately evaporates. And it's he's just tech man now. Who and he occasionally fixes vehicles and builds bombs. Yeah, he does he does the funny quip every now and then. He's oh, the yeah. guy he's who doesn't want to be there. <laughs> Which I think they kinda got him nailed down in three. Like I think they yeah. really kind of figured out what they got him right. Dude, Cole's MVP, man. Cole's fucking Cole train, baby. Woo! Oh yeah, especially in three. Like it's yeah. when you get to do football flashbacks. Yes, dude. Um, on a fucking football field. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm just like, dude, this is peak fucking Coltrane right here, man. It brought a tear to my eye, dude. I was like, dude, I wish, I wish, man, I wish for you. None of that in judgment. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The judgment was pretty darn serious, I think. Yeah, it was pure mm. serious. Like, like, I don't think of anything fun that happened. Nothing fun happened until maybe the well, like the expansion DLC aftermath, which is supposed to take place at the same time as three where you have yeah. to get a boat off of a rooftop of a skyscraper. That was actually think, pretty cool. I think aftermath is really interesting. Cause it's like a, it's, it's like a DLC for gears three. Cause it's in like, judgment. what were these guys yeah. doing during this time in gears three? Cause there's a time where this, you have a big old crew of people, which is cool because gears of War three is the first one to have four player co-op. Right. So like, but it's always like a cast of people coming in and out. Like, mm-hmm. so it's a, a fresh game rather than just only playing Dom and, marcus the whole time but uh yeah aftermath is really strange because i don't i can't think of any other game franchise that's a similar situation to this i don't know all right keep this moving uh you we talked about how it's like a score type game like you earn stars on each level but it's not like over the top score where you see like numbers popping out of people's heads or anything which i almost kind of wish it was closer to Bulletstorm like that like if they're going to go for the score thing i don't know why they made it so this guy, he's gone again. Are you still there? Oh, yeah. I came back. <laughs> oh, he's back. He didn't go away. Oh, but oh, they didn't make mind. it so like the score matters, but only after the level. And it doesn't really matter. And he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with the scoring thing, it did kind of it get, it kind of besides the gameplay gave you a reason to be like playing and trying to do things. You know, once you figured out how the scoring actually works and how the scoring is weighted. Uh, you know, and so that kind of changes the way you're playing rather than just being as effective as you can in combat. You're kind of like, okay, um, looking for headshots because that gives me the most points. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, what's my best headshot weapon? And then you're like, oh, the fucking breach shot is it's so good. <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Like the new guns are great because this is also the the first appearance of the Markov, right? And the breach shot or the breacher or whatever it's called. Uh, I really like them. I'll be honest with you, the Markov and the Breach Shot, some of my favorite weapons in the whole game, even up to like five. Uh, the only thing that like would maybe bump one of those guns down is the uh, is the claw from five. 
that gun is fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember the claw? Not really. Jesus Christ, it's the closest thing to a light machine gun that they've had in this franchise. Well, besides the uh what was the pistol? The pew 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 that the Candace had? Oh, yeah, but that was like not super duper accurate. Or oh, like, the claw. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. And like, so at first it was super inaccurate, but it got more accurate the longer you shot. So it, it incentivized you to like post up and just let it all drop out. Drop rounds, yeah. especially when you got like that perfect active reload off. Dude, you're just fucking slaying. So this game also had some new enemies. It had like the jetpack tickers. I don't know if you remember these guys. They would literally just hover and shoot you with little pew pew bullets. These guys are stupid. Yeah, that, that definitely smells like something. They were just like, uh, we need to change things. And it's just something that was on a storyboard or a fucking. Well, we got an old concept art about this. So let's, let's throw these things in. Yeah, it's just they were just trying to change the dynamic of the combat. And that's what they ended up with. I, I don't particularly like it. I don't think it fits with the locust aesthetic. No, they're ground boys. Everything's on the ground unless it's the giant flying squids. <clears throat> they could have done uh, tunneling tickers, kind of like the diggers were. Uh, they could have made just uh, drones with diggers instead of those being on boomers. Yeah. But no, nah, I, I wasn't a big fan of those. Uh, the other new enemy, the rager, I actually liked. I actually liked a decent a bit. I'm not sure it super duper fits with the rest of the Locust, but it was really fun the way that it changed kind of how you approached engagements. Because, you know, if you're sitting there and you've got your uh, your shotgun and your Lancer and you're playing pretty white bread, you know, just uh, stop and pop shooter, you know, just being a better shot than the AI and you're just slowly grinding through engagements the ragers are going to completely disrupt that because that is not an option because they just turn into rage monsters. Yeah. So uh, if you don't have a precision weapon, you're kind of boned. Dear listener, if you're not sure, I'm sure you've played a Gears game before. The average grub, like you can just shoot them and pick them down from a distance with the Lancer if you want to, or the Hammer Burst. And you do enough body damage, they'll fall down. Uh, I, I, based on sales, not a lot of people played this one, but the rager, if you do enough damage to down this guy looks like kind of a uh, sexier grub he's a little bit taller a little bit smoother looking and uh you down him and he instead of going down he stands up and turns to a giant uh looks like what was that one game like prototype you remember prototype where you're spiky boy spiky superhero yeah yeah where he turns he turns to a spike boy and just runs over and starts trying to beat you up and if you like jib him like either blow his head off or like getting close with a shotgun and blow him to pieces or chainsaw him. It'll take him right down and he won't transform. God. And we're back again. Are we? Yeah, the ragers are fine. Just chainsaw oh. him. Execute him. Dude, have you seen that fucking video game where it like it's it's like an AI generated responses and you're like trying to solve a mystery, but it can hear yeah. you, like you talk into it. It's fucking pretty funny, dude. Like, I, there's this voice critical video, and he's like, uh, listen to me, you harlot. I do not give a shit about your thing. And he's, like, fucking actually having, he's like, I don't care about this. Like, I need to know this. Why He got into a fight with the police chief because the police chief wouldn't give him more information about the, the case because he accidentally skipped the opening cutscene, so he had no idea what was going on. And he just wanted an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so That's fucking sweet. funny. 
All right. Do you have any more meat points for uh, Gears of War Judgment? The fucking the the difficulty modifiers are fucking cool, and how oh, they yeah, write it into in the story. List. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the main thing about this game. Yeah, that's like the coolest thing. They're like the skulls in Halo, where they can make a level harder, or just not in like a health points kind of way. But it'll be like, oh, this now has exploding tickers, opposed to just the regular ones, or uh, or not tickers. What are the normal ones called? The scruntles. Yes, wretches. Wretches. Yeah. Or, or it's uh, like, uh, oh, it's foggy now. Or you only yeah, use foggy. pistols. Only use pistols. Uh, one thing that I am not a fan of was that you can get meat shields or use the boom shield and also use a long arm weapon with it. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking goofy. Yeah, it's it just, really unbalanced. It's just, I don't know, like, it, it doesn't feel like something you should be able to do, you know? <laughs> it's like the game glitched. You're walking around with your lantern holding a dude as a beat shield. Can you do that in Aftermath? I think so. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. I played through Aftermath pretty quickly. Because I'm pretty sure it's exact same engine and everything. Like, I mean, like the with you the weapons can. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be really weird that suddenly you're able to do that. Wait, in Aftermath, does it have all of the Gears of War 3 weapons? Because I'm pretty sure it does. Like the digger and the, the iron cantus is still there and stuff like that. Cool. Is the the Retro Lancer, I think. Yeah. Retro is Lancer is in three. Take notes, Halo Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> the Molotov cocktail grenade. It's still on a sling <laughs> swinging around. Yeah, fucking napalm. Man, I don't know why they took out the gas grenades, though. Those freaking sick-ass poison grenades. The meat the ones? Grenades? Yeah. They're still there. Are they in are they? four? Or oh, in four? Oh, no, not in four. I'm sorry. No, no, they're not in four or five, because that's a, the locust made that shit. Yeah, there's no right, ink boys. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, no they Kansas. made it from the cedars. Yeah, it's like a tiny nemesis, I think, just on a stick, and you just fucking throw it. <laughs> yeah, and it goes... <laughs> That's the sound it makes when it explodes. I mean, the Cantus is probably my favorite swarm type, or, you know, locust type. I think they're so cool. I think so, too. I like the snipers, kind of, too. Like how uh, they look. Or their little, their little goggles. I think yeah. both of you guys are dead-ass wrong. Well, who's the best locust, then? Uh, well, it depends. As long as it's a variation of a boomer, you're correct. I mean, those Any dudes, of the boomers. they're the best. I mean, they, they're cool. They know what they're doing. They're illiterate. And they, and they love their job. They're real dumb. They're just they fucking, boom. They're, they're Pokemon. They're like, they're like, you all know. <laughs> like, at birth, they know one word, and that dictates what they're going to be for the rest of their life. It's <laughs> They come out of the little locust behind it, and it's like, grind. And it's like, all right, somebody get him a mulcher. <laughs> Grind. Yeah. <laughs> what do and the maulers say? The maulers don't uh, say maul. They uh, say charge. They uh, do say charge. They go charge. You think they just? Well, I feel like they might get some kind of copyright oh, problem if they said smash. But then they're not smashers. Yeah. Why aren't they called what chargers? Because that's in Left 4 Dead. Hmm. So are boomers. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> uh, the uh, oh, fuck. What kind of variants were there? Because there's like the boomers, grinders, uh, we, the diggers. Ah, oh, diggers. Oh, diggers yeah. I think diggers are probably my favorite. I think that's just the most locust variant. Like dig. 
we're gonna <laughs> shoot a little instead of a mortar that goes above you we're gonna shoot a mortar that goes below you because we're fucking locusts but we also have mortars yes which are pretty, pretty effective, <laughs> the mortars are really good for, for a subterranean race you guys made a heck of a fucking indirect fire weapon that <laughs> requires a lot of clear sky and the understanding so of trajectory up. and stuff <laughs> well i mean it's the gauge is pretty simple like it, it just slowly ticks up. It's not even like you can aim it. It's just, oh, we're aiming. Whoop, tick, 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 tick. And you launch it all the way across like three football fields into Dude, the distance. <laughs> I fucking love when you use the mortar and there's something above you and it just dink off of the fucking head. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Funny. All right. Any more meat points? We really need to wrap this up. No, I'm sleepy. All right. The music plays. We take a break and we're back. Gears of War Judgment. I'll take these first final words. This game is going to be a recommend for me for any Gears fans, but I assume you've probably already played it. If you're not a big hardcore Gears fan and you're looking for a Gears experience, go play any of the other Gears, including 4 and 5. Man, this one is definitely the lowest tier as far as, like, I think story and everything. I don't know how Nave can say that, like, the story is better than uh, 5 in this one. Because, like, I don't like the characters as much because... All of them are just like, I feel like they're pale shades of what you see in the actual like other core games. This is a, a pure spinoff. Feels like almost a like cash grab, if you ask me. And they were charging 60 bucks for this game that we finished in what? Like, I don't know, seven hours? Where I feel like the other Gears campaigns would take like near 15 hours to finish. I would say that this is probably like, okay, so just because I think this story is better than Gears 4, I mean Gears 5, doesn't mean I think this is a good story. <laughs> Nave loves this game. I love it. <laughs> He's played it I, so many times. I think that, uh, unironically, un I think that this game is probably the most accessible Gears of War game out of all of them because it's the most okay, maybe, similar yeah. to other shooters. You know? Like, specifically with the Gears, Walker Gears, Nate thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is that if you want a Gears of War experience, this is probably not the greatest place to start. We should probably start at the Ultimate Edition, which is just the first one that got remade. But, um... I don't think that this should be skipped, but I definitely think you should play through one through five and then play this unless you unless you really want to after three, because the aftermath DLC, you know, is about three, which is probably one of the strangest DLCs I've ever. It's like so playing weird. The Witcher three and then having a DLC that's like wrapping up loose ends from Witcher one. Like what? <laughs> uh, I what in the I fuck is going on in the camera? Agree with Nave. That's my cat. Oh. <laughs> on the uh on the like story side of things f this game definitely has a better story than four and five just because it's like from a storytelling point of view it is very consistent it's like this happens this happens this oh happens. mr storytelling over well, here i mean fuck man it doesn't have to be complicated like <laughs> you know like the they're last not of us actively two. assassinating characters you know they're anyway it I'm not again, not saying it's a good story. It's just more consistent. <laughs> it's not the prestige is what he's trying to say. <laughs> it's the other one, the illusionist. You know that look, the illusionist is no prestige, but it's not bad. <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry that the illusionist shares like a save little corner with the prestige and the prestige is just fucking great. So it just overshadows <laughs> it, you know, but it did. Yeah, like, like Wobbuffet right? and Woover. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> Whooper and Wobbuffet. Yeah. But uh 
but yeah, no, this is definitely one. It's like if you like Gears of War games, you'll probably not hate this one. It's a it's a Gears of War game. Stop and pop, you know, Gears of War stuff. If you don't like Gears of War games, you're probably not going to like this one. Unless it is the switching to grenades things that turned you off of the series, then hey, maybe this is the one for you. <laughs> you know, we times I accidentally threw grenades while I was playing the campaign because I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, know the gr- I know the grenade button's like left bumper, and then I tap it because I want to like plant a grenade, and I just go, bloop, 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 and I just roll a grenade across the floor in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, can you plant grenades in this game? You can. You have to be like against a wall or looking straight down, and then you tap the grenade button, and it goes. Thunk. And just jams it yeah. into whatever surface it is. It fucking gives you tinnitus. That's how how loud the grenade planting <laughs> animation is. <laughs> All right, so that's our opinions on Gears of War Judgment. Nay, what are we playing next week? Uh, hard, hard Hearthstone. No, um, where no man shall space or whatever. No space land. No man's gone before. No, no man's ground. Pikmin three. Oh. I seriously don't remember the name of this game. No, no space man. Around man's. Oh my god, you guys are not healthy. I'm terrible <laughs> with game names. This happens a lot. No, nowhere space man. The red star. All right, we'll just go with that. We're playing no man's no man's sky. <laughs> That's red a, star. No man's sky is the game we're playing for next week. We're gonna go to space and we're gonna kill space creatures and sell their meat on the market or whatever you do in that game. I played a little bit of it and I'm excited to play some more. I think you can also learn alien, right? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of neat. Except it's really stupid, like long and, t- and tedious because you have to you talk to the alien. They go, boog, and you go, can you teach me that? And they go, boog, and you're like, ah, yes, boog, and then like you walk to the next alien. It's like a long, it, like, drawn out process. Try, right? Yeah, but it's neat because then they're like, booga blaga bluga, gold, booga laga bug, and I'm like, oh, I got it. Wait, does it actually like throw in an English word in there, or are you yes, learning it, the alien language in real life? It, it no, it it just translates it to what they okay. say. Yeah, on the subtitles, it's just like trash. Blah 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 blah. But and this is the, the thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's like five alien races, so like, and each have their own language, and I'm like, how are they even communicating in the? I, With each I, other. This is fucking All stupid. Right. No common so this language. Point, JP, I want to thank you for coming out. I know this took a long time. It's very late. We tried to start at like 5 o'clock. It is now 9.13. Yeah. We're finishing this up. All right. It's always a pleasure to be here. All right. So thanks for joining us this week, co-op partners. Maybe next time we can all get chainsawed together. Boog. Boog. (laughs) Bye.